Where are we at, Daddy? Criminals and victims, slaves to the system, prisoners to the pain. The whole world's addicted to He's a good boy. Never heard a fly. Gotta move you guys. We're good to go. How are ya? Good evening. Hello. Hello out there. What are you doing out there? What are you wearing? Some, some of you are dressed very strangely. You're not even wearing clothes at all. It's it's crazy in here. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, if you don't know where you're at, you'll find out in a hurry. What's going on? It's Wednesday. Uh, whatever that means. Do days of the week even matter anymore? It's just another calendar day in the nonstop progressive march towards a totalitarian nightmare. Woohoo! Yay! At least it isn't boring. We could have been onion farmers. That would have been slow, hey? That would have been slow. Hello and welcome. Hello, hi, Odyssey, for the first time ever. We're streaming over there as well on Odyssey, and we are on uh, Rumble to a packed, rumbly house of uh, degenerates. De- I mean, you know, the bigots, the bad guys, the, the people that, you know, we're not supposed to talk about one of them. One of the worst ones. Chris Jason, thank you very, very much, sir. He says, here, here. Let's play that police game. So much fun. Oh, which one? The Cirque Cops game? I don't have any more just yet, but I, I am open to it. If somebody has have any, somebody has some that need to be exposed. Uh, funny thing, update on, on Mr. Cirque Cop. Uh, he's suspended, and uh, there's an investigation happening. And uh, they're, you know, CTV News may be breaking the story of the of the disgusting sex scandal inside the Halifax police and blackmail and deception and treachery and the whole, you know, gross thing. And how many complaints this guy's had against him and so on. Everybody's coming out of the woodwork after him. And, you know, it, it's, you know, you like to, you like to see, uh, you know, bad things happen to bad people. I, I certainly do. I don't uh, I don't mind even a little bit. I don't know why anyone would. Uh, we did get banned on YouTube again for the first. Four, technically the fourth and fifth time or third and fourth I, I don't know fourth time I think um, they actually got both two other backup channels at the same time so someone went and categorized and made sure so it wasn't so much I mean they like to say that you you violated the terms you violated the terms of service well where well you just did you did them they give no examples obviously ever right and uh you know you can appeal it but why it was what 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 did i say in three one of the channels didn't even have anything on it yet that one got banned too so it's just me as a person in general they just refuse to tolerate because they're you know all about uh all about letting people you know telling the truth and having their say and you know open communication forum and you know democratic debate and you know that kind of thing they're definitely not just out to get me as a person because i drive them fucking crazy and there's nothing else they can do about it and everything they do backfires in their face forever always and i have already made a backup channel again and i will just it's already got like 700 people on it in a few hours um 
It'll be back to 10,000, 12, 20,000. I think the highest, I think I almost got to 20,000 before they killed the first one. And now every time, when I get between 10 and 15,000 subscribers, they, they pull the plug and then they let me do it again. But um, I don't ever use that. Pla- that platform is literally just to siphon off new people uh, into, san- into sanity. Do you understand? And it's, it works every time, especially when they're new channels, you know, and I can just keep doing this forever. I can make infinite. How many Roman numerals, numerals are there? That's how many channels I will have. You know, it'll be like the Super Bowl. <laughs> Raging distant XXIV. I'm never going away. I'm invincible. Um, and of course, uh, go to the website always if you lose track of what's happening or somebody, you know, ragingdistant.com and all the social media updates and, and, and links will be there, whatever you like to follow. I'm on a reasonable amount of them. Uh, the TikTok logo is still up there, but we're banned from that and I don't really care. Uh, you know, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Telegram, I'm on Gab, I'm on, you know, uh, the, the important stuff, the bad guy stuff, the right-wing evil white supremacist. I see you, Tivor. I see you over there. He's a black white supremacist. I see BGB, another one. There's a lot of black white supremacists. We're all white supremacists over here, obviously. Uh, so, you know, we gotta we have to use alternative means because we're literally not allowed to talk. We're literally not allowed to talk or exist on the other ones. They'll just erase you. Once they identify you, you're gone. Uh, you know, pretty pretty discriminatory, I gotta say. I got to say, you know, we were playing by the rules and respecting the terms of service. And you know what? It's still it just doesn't matter. We just don't like you. We just don't like you enough. But, you know, uh, instead, because they're saving people from being radicalized and, you know, all of that and protecting people from information. And we we, there did a good job uh, to to erase those channels. And now it looks like I'm going to be expanding to some other platforms uh, far more notorious uh, than, than some other ones. And uh, exploding in popularity as well. So, well, I guess that backfired again, didn't it? Uh, Oh, well, you guys have some big brains over there. Because otherwise, I just would have stayed where I was. I had no intentions. I was comfortable where I was. I was comfortable with the setup we had and the platforms we had. And it was fine. I didn't need to go with any bigger, crazier ones. And, you know, even, you know, that may contain a large laundry list roster of people that are banned from all over the world and the United States, especially. Um, that'd be terrible if people got exposed, like followed me there to all of those people. And then just, you know, wouldn't that be awful? You know, that would actually have the name that would, and, and, and then all of their audiences would be exposed to ours. And the whole thing just exponentially grows just like after they did this at D live. <laughs> and then we started the rumble entropy thing and it just, you know what I mean? Uh, I like it. Keep doing it. It works very well. Some people are trying to guess. You'll, you'll see. You'll see what happens. We're still going to sort it out and do the, you know, it's a process. But uh, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to having some news about that for you very soon. All right. And if you're not, if you want to watch on, you know, Odyssey, you can you can do that. You can do that. I haven't streamed there before, but I'm doing it now. And it's just another place you can go to do this. And again, I will get another. The only, the, literally the only reason I have a YouTube channel, no shit, is so... People that like to watch this can use the very convenient cast feature that is part of the YouTube app on their phone so that they can just watch it on their TV. A lot of people like to do that. And I like to give them what they want. And it's fucking for free as well, I might add. It, does, it means nothing to me. Like, I mean, now it sucks. They probably can't. I think maybe you can with Rumble. You can use some kind of Chromecast option. I'm not sure. But I will do that again for the next one. And if they ban that channel, I'll make another one and another one and another one and another one. And I'll just keep doing that forever. And uh, I really, it, it takes me, it's 10 minutes of work to set up, if that, five minutes, you know, <laughs> it's really nothing at all. And then I just put the link and everybody shows up and away we go again. Vic Goatnik, he says, woo, get fucked, YouTube. Yeah, they, they've, they've missed out. Imagine, I would probably have, 
at least 50,000 subscribers if I'd never been banned or maybe more, maybe 75. I was well on my way to 20,000 before way before any of the convoy stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe 50 to 100,000, I think is probably reasonable considering the the metrics we were on. But um, we still got them anyway. Did you know I have um, I'm getting I'm getting between like 10 and 80,000 views on my Telegram page a day, 80,000 a day sometimes. It's wild. 1.6 million the day I put out the uh, the RCMP's uh, leaked group chat photos where they thought it was, you know, just a great old time to step on people and beat them up and, you know, thought that, that they thought that was very amusing. I thought it was amusing. I thought, "Hey, why doesn't why don't I just get everyone in on the fun and the people of the world can 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 laugh with us?" Right? So I put it out there so every cuz I mean, they the RCMP thought it was funny, so I didn't see anything wrong with it. So I was laughing. I thought it was I thought it was all very funny. I thought it was very funny, actually. And then, uh, so I put it out for the world, and now everyone gets to laugh at it. Right? What's the problem? You know, everybody's happy, aren't they? Isn't isn't this what everybody wanted? (laughs) Pilot Mike, he says, this is the only time I am proud to come early. Pro Pat, cheers to you and everything you do and stand for. This community rocks. Thank you very much, uh, Mike, and it's a better place with you in it, sir. Michael's mama. Hello. I, you know, I did meet you recently, didn't I? So sitting here in the middle of Caribou Provincial Park camping, but can't miss the entertainment, even though it's buffering like a mofo. Try Rumble. Try if it doesn't work for you. And then there's Odyssey. And then there's, you know, again, well, and then, and then there's, and then, and then, and then. I've, I'm working on a couple other ones. Uh, here's some shillings, my friend, from Pictou County. Thank you very much. Michael's mama. Mike, Mike. That's the uh, phonetic alphabet name for the number. The number. <laughs> The letter M. Pilot Mike again says the inf- the, er- the police info dump two undercover cops, uh, honey and coots. Oh yeah, don't worry, I've got that story. It's beautiful. It's ridiculous. It's so funny. He says if it looks duck and quacks like a duck, uh, cheers to you and everything you stand for is community rocks. Thank you very much, Pilot Mike. And again, oh, he's correcting himself with honeypot. You really you don't? Oops, wrong wrong. Uh, no, that's not the right one. Jeez, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting all my own uh, stuff here. Uh, Venus quadruple seven. Yes, I did get a haircut. I did get a haircut. Morgan's mother actually cut it for me. <laughs> she did a great job. You know, it was getting out of control, wasn't it? It was getting really, really crazy. Uh, all right, let's see what's going on. Everybody's in here. Are we good to go? Um, what's this? What does that mean? Oh, is this how, is this Odyssey? What are, what are these? I, I don't know exactly what's going on. Um, like it's not money <laughs> it's something <laughs> someone gave me some credits i guess i don't know what that means but uh thanks i don't know what <laughs> what the value of these are <laughs> library coins what are those that's nice i mean can i do i use them in video games like what are, what do i do with these can i trade them can i trade them most importantly and philip needs to know can we trade them for drugs Someone says it turns into money. Okay, well, Phil, it, if I guess so, yes, I guess we could, we could turn it into drugs. So from now on, whatever, whatever the Odyssey currency is, that is going to be exclusively your drug budget. Are you okay with this? I mean, it's not as much as you're used to, but I mean, the upward investment opportunity. I mean, this could, this could really, uh, the marketing here is a good. I don't know, Phil. You could get a lot of extra drugs here. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you know. NU Lemons, the C stands for cocaine. LBC. Oh, right. And there's Greg Arcade. He says, it's crypto. Of course you can use it for drugs. <laughs> well, that's all I needed to know. It is better than Ninja Guinies. All right. Let me move this. Uh, I'm in the wrong wrong window. Well, let's, let's begin with, with all the, the things, man. 
everything is just going to explode, isn't it? I mean, I, I can't. It's like, um, this is, uh, okay. Here's the part of the world we're in, in movie form. Uh, what the hell is the name of the, uh, oh God, what was it called? I don't want to give it away. I just want to play it, but I can't quite remember. All right. Oh my God. Is that it? Yes. Holy shit. It was at the first search result. I didn't even use the right keywords and YouTube somehow knew exactly what I was looking for. And it was the first result. It's very strange. It's very strange. Here's, uh, here's the world now. This is the, our current situation. <laughs> Let me just zoom in here. We're going to skip ahead. Here comes the government. I know you can't come in here without a warrant or a writ or something. Cease and desist all commerce order. Seizure of premises and chattels. Ban on the use of public utilities for non-licensed waste handlers. And you didn't wear your mask. You didn't get the vaccine. Vince, there's one more test I'd like to perform. Hey, I tried to stop them. He says they have a warrant. Excuse me. This lockdowns. More lockdowns. Lock all this down. Lock it down. Turning off these machines would be extremely hazardous. I'll tell you what's hazardous. You're facing federal prosecution for at least a half a dozen environmental violations. Now, either you shut off these beams or we shut them off for you. Try to understand. <laughs> this is a high voltage laser. Control. Try to understand. You're going to destroy the economy. A bomb in the city. Don't patronize me. I'm not grotesquely stupid like the people you built. That ease, officer. I'm Peter Venkman. I think there's just been a slight misunderstanding, and I want to cooperate in any way that I can. Forget it, Venkman. You had your chance to cooperate, but you thought it'd be more fun to insult me. That's me. It's my turn, wise ass. <laughs> I am Venkman right now. You shut that thing down, and we are not going to be held responsible for whatever happens. No, we won't be shut it off. Responsible. Hashtag, shut it I am Peter Venkman. I'm warning you. I, I've never seen anything like this before. I don't. This is the RCMP trying to describe what Diagalon is. Is the, is the blue guy in the helmet? I've never seen anything like this before. I don't. Yeah, I'm not interested in your opinion. Just shut it off. This is the most perfect movie metaphor I've ever seen. My actually, friend, don't be a jerk. Step aside. If he does that again, you can shoot him. <laughs> your job, pencil neck. Don't tell me. This is so accurate. Answer. Shut it off. The government, the police, and this is Diagalon. We're the Ghostbusters. <laughs> As long as I'm Venkman. Who, that's fairy. That's... <laughs> Egon is ferryman. Oh, no. Oh, did you go too far? Oh, no, you went too far. Oh, there is a limit to the nonsense that people will, will endure. And then what happens? gonna have to do oops what's that 
Skill on uh, Odyssey says DTS death to Stalin. Fucking Peck, Walter Peck. He's the perfect. He's the perfect guy to play the government as a person. Is Walter Peck? I've never seen one of these before. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> don't tell me how to do my job, pencil neck. Oh. It's just, I don't know, I, th- I found that very amusing. Did you? There's a lot of people that are just like, oh my god, I'm not high enough for this already. Well, maybe you should be. Maybe it's good for you. You're doing great, kid. It's something you want to do. And something you don't want to do is, uh, you know, go on a mass murdering spree. Thankfully, finally, uh, the assholes, um, the last guy, they, they did catch him. Uh, someone actually sent me in video, uh, somebody, one of the fellas, or, or fellettes. <laughs> Oof. Dragon, um, driving by and uh, got it on tape, uh, as they used to say in the eighties. Fucking pitted him off the road. Looks like nice high speed chase. We got four or five cars there in the ditch and a couple undercover run by areas. We got four or five guys on him up against the hood of the car, side of the car. Well, bye, electric chair, probably for you. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, but you know what? He's probably innocent. He's probably just an, an innocent guy. Uh, the stabbing suspect update. Miles Sanderson is dead. Oh, no, that's the other guy. So we, so this guy was dead. Uh, that wasn't the, the, the guy we just saw here. Um, he was. Uh, oh, and here's the other guy who was apprehended around 3.30 p.m. near Rosthern, a town. Uh, Rosthern, is that it? A town north of Saskatoon, more than 100 kilometers southwest, uh, where many of the attacks took place. Use a pursuit and intervention technique. <laughs> it's called the pit maneuver, all right? Basically, you take the front end of your car and you nudge it into the rear end of the other person's car and they go, and they spin off into the ditch. It's, it's, I, I've done the course. You know, it's, it's cake. It's very easy to do. It's not a fucking, we use an advanced maneuver. If you saw what kind of prowess and display of skill that it took to take down a suspect, it would blow your peel in mind. It was just a pit maneuver. Calm down, guys. Not a big deal. You can tell by the tracks and everything. He just clearly went off the road. Advanced maneuver. <laughs> oh, ramming his vehicle on the side and causing it to spin off the highway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then sur- surrendered to officers and was taken in. But the funny, the best part is, uh, he had like, ooh, well, he, he killed, what is he? 10 people were killed and 18 more were injured in the rampage. Uh, and um, he's he's not a good boy. Uh, he had, uh, well, the parole records reveal the suspect's violent history. Because again, spend time, spend resources, spend money, and spend manpower on the Diagonalon people. Chase around people with no criminal records, with nothing going on. People that love their families and people just want to be left the hell alone. Spend, spend, I'm going to, uh, we're getting close to $10 million, I think, guys. Uh, being spent on me and spent on this whole this whole fiasco. A hundred people at least question multiple, you know, um, jurisdictions, multiple police agencies. And you've got CSIS involved. And you, I mean, it's it just, it's astonishing how much this is really must have cost by now. Um, so that being said, uh, remember that as I'm reading this story, that all of that money and time and manpower and energy and focus and dedication and professionalism and all of that was dedicated towards us 
instead of instead of potentially these guys or someone like them or whoever's going to be next in the future because uh, you can only watch so many people and you can only investigate so many people and do so many things at a time with limited resources that you have, can't you? But they've chosen to, to dedicate a significant portion to yours truly. Just wanted to point that out as I read the story about these two maniacs who had uh, dozens of all previous violent offenses and uh, was, on, was on the run since May. Was on the run since May, but uh, you know what else they were doing? They were busy, you know, b- busy looking into me. Good. I'm just glad you guys are have their priorities straight. That's all. Uh, his contacts with the criminal justice system span more than two decades. As an adult, he racked up 59 convictions for assault, assault with a weapon, uttering threats, assaulting a police officer, and robbery. Roughly half of the offenses were for breaches or failure to comply with pre-existing orders. Because of his violent behavior, he was has a lifetime weapons ban. A lot of good that did. 59 convictions and half of the offenses were for breaches or failure to comply. So he literally doesn't give a fuck what you say, obviously. And you just kept letting like, what do we do? What do you do with people like this? See, this is why we have a, we have a soft society. Um, I'm, I, I, you know, you believe in giving somebody a second chance, maybe a third chance if you have to, but how about 57? And, and numerous constant breaches of, ex- of existing orders. Uh, at what point do you go, this person is just a, is just a dangerous uh, criminal that has no desire to reform at all. It seems to probably enjoy hurting people and is not even remotely apologetic at all. I think we should have a system, a screening system that. Like an assessment center, perhaps of, of people like this, that continually update their risk status because of how many what they do and how often they do it and how many crimes and offenses and it's some point way before 59 convictions someone should have gr- green lit this guy for you know time to go bye-bye i think you're i think you're done i think you have to go away now or they just go in jail and, and they stay there forever like you're just never going out of jail why because all you do is attack people constantly what do you mean why you've done it a million times you're staying in jail or we'll just kill you what pick one which one would you like roper cage what do you want to do he was one of two suspects wanted by police after a string of fatal stabbings on sunday in saskatchewan left 10 people dead many more injured um one was found dead monday and uh, the other guy has been captured uh, since as you've seen but yeah he was on the run since may and it's good you know, it's good that we uh, we care about those kinds of things and, and spent the appropriate amount of time and resources finding these people that uh, did all these things before they could do it all. Well, close. We tried, didn't we? Um, Syrinx, it says, weird how he never got shot like uh, Wartman. He'll be out on bail, but in a decade like the Greyhound bus guy. Well, I mean, not, I I mean, he's he's mass murdering people with a knife. And that's that's crazy. And, and, and that is significant. People are like, well, what's... Oh, so it's worse than guns? Yes, it's very much worse. Um, you can talk to any psychologist or, or you know, again, I, d- don't ever do this, leftists. You know, know what you're talking about. You could read uh, Lieutenant, Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman's book uh, called On Killing. I wrote a, a Substack article about uh, some of this stuff and, and, and veteran suicide and so on. If you want to read that, you can. It's pinned to my Telegram page or you can find the link on the website, ragingdistant.com at the bottom. Um, that... Uh, I completely forgot my lost my train of thought <laughs> out on bail and all of that kind of thing.
Knives are, are much worse because it's 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 much uh, it's much more personal uh, with with firearms. And, there, and there's evidence to suggest this that the closer you are to the person you're killing, the higher the uh, intensity of the experience. I guess is the best way to say it. Um, now, one of the ways to explain that one of the one of the features of this, for example, is uh, a man that shoots uh, some people behind, say, a 50 caliber machine gun, which can go kilometers. I mean, you can you can be shooting people in a field like way the fuck out there. You know what I mean? And you don't even see what happens. Um, or you could conversely, you could be a man right next to him uh, in, a, in a sniper position who sees very clearly heads, you know, coming off of guys as he's putting them down left and right. Now, that is to him technically it's it's like being much closer the guy t- the sniper to the right will be much more likely to be affected negatively by that experience than the guy on the left uh, for that that reason and uh again of course un- they've been st- unarmed combat victims people that did that and there's lots of stories and people he interviewed like a, a vietnam veteran like killing a guy with a knife like, like crazy like i can't fucking imagine as as scary and crazy as combat is I can't imagine hand to hand like wrestling on the ground with a knife for your life. That is fucking crazy. I mean, that's that's nuts. That's gonna fuck you up. You know what I mean? And then the guy was talking about how he just felt horrible the whole time. He's like stabbing the shit out of this guy. And he's he said he was so, like saying I'm sorry as he's killing him. You know, like that's fucked up. And uh, you know, so that so his that's common to be quite quite disturbed and traumatized from those experiences and then the further away so the conversely of pilots dropping bombs on people they're generally fine because they don't see shit they press buttons and fly away you don't see any of the damage you don't you don't smell anything you want you know, you know what the inside of a person smells like not good uh you know you don't smell the blood or that you don't hear the screaming and you don't all all the real uh input of what you've done and what's happening around you you don't get any of that from inside a cockpit you get tones do 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 oh cool you know anyway um so yeah if you find that interesting i you know check that book out there's a lot of crazy stuff in there so i so my my point is yeah to go around mass murdering people with a knife requires an extra level of crazy dedication than it would with a gun it's way more personal it's way more you're you're basically taking an object and physically putting it into another person's body is is not the same as pulling a trigger on a device that does work for you so I would guess he's fucking crazy as shit and he should never have been let out of jail a long time ago. And I would make the case for I'm just going to put my hand up and say what this is kind of what I do. If, if nobody's noticed, uh, I just kind of put my hand up, and go, hey, I know what we're all thinking. I can literally hear almost hear the inside of your heads. What if we just kill him? Oh, how dare? no, not how dare you were thinking it too. What if we just like put a vote to it or something and be like, should we just execute this guy old school, like medieval, like ju- just yank public towns i mean we used to do it all the time only like 100 years ago i mean this guy's right what do you think let's just let's just ask let's just ask people and see what they say maybe that's something we want to do again for for people like this because i we can't be tolerating this lots of people vote yes you know there's, there's interest in this idea phil we may have another uh, another department for you to manage. Canadian werewolf. See, I don't know. I don't know what these credits add up to. So I I, I don't know if that's a lot or what. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he says a lot of three D printed and verified to do it yourself stuff type here on the Odyssey too, like the home of the free files. Some say. Oh, there's probably all kinds of wild channels on here. I don't, I haven't even looked, and I, I probably should. I miss the old YouTube uh, where it was the fucking wild west. It was crazy. You could find anything you wanted. There is a record number of people over it. Look at that. Over a th- over almost nearly 1,100 people just on Rumble. <laughs> We're going to ban your channel. Makes no difference. Makes no difference. 
<laughs> You're just helping me. Thanks for the street cred. Thanks for the opportunity to get more people's attention. Because you know what happened? The 15,000 people on the channel go, what the fuck? Where'd it go? And then this channel's been banned. They go, what the fuck? And they get real mad. And then they and then they support me and not you. That's what that does. But you know, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't want to tell you how to do your business. You're doing a great job. Doing good stuff over there. You're doing great, kid. All right. Uh, CRJ says the electric chair. This laughing emojis. No rage. These innocent BIPOCs get a Gladue report wrist slap at a healing lodge out in six months. I don't think so. I mean, I'm pretty cynical too, but I mean, <laughs> there's no way the public would... I mean, if it was one murder or two, there's just too much news. There's too much pressure. There's too much outrage. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Unless they want to just drive people fucking crazy, then maybe. Burger, burger, get. Burger, it's hard to say. He says that he's dead. Yeah, I had that one earlier. Thanks. Thank you for that. Full draw scraps. Hey, oh, hey, justice is a fugazi. 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 How do you say this? Oh, hey. I'm going to be in PEI this weekend. Mr. Man's going to be there as well. Hey, oh, Donnie, Vinny, we're getting the band. We're going to get the, game, the guys back together again. What are you telling me? Is that what we're doing? We're going to go there? We're going to go to the fucking island now? Huh? What are we going to do on an island, Donnie? Huh? You tell Vinny, tell, tell your cousin Vinny what, what Donnie thinks that the, the Donnie and Vinny are going to do on an island. What, I got potatoes? What, what are we going to eat? Potatoes there? I don't want to fucking eat potatoes, Donnie. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what the fuck I want to do. I'm going to put on my tracksuit and I'll figure it out later. <laughs> Saturday. Uh, if you're around, if you want to, you know, ask, uh, get a hold of Chris Burke. If you don't know how, you're not ready. If you don't know how to get a hold of the Padre, you're not, you're not ready to go. The trues are wrong. You are not ready to go. You're not. Don't listen to them. They're liars. Chelsea says, I may not be a small man, but... 57 chances may warrant some jail time. You would think. You would think. Maybe he's just got an amazing, uh, amazing. Oh, wait a minute now. Oh, I read. I did not see this story. I'm going to move on here in a second, but this is very interesting. Man on the Mountain. Thank you. Burger Gurglor Get had to save my brain there for a second. Uh, Man on the Mountain says just received Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman's on killing today. That was the first uh, version he wrote, which is also excellent. And then he did an updated one called on combat. He's he's like a if, if it's if it's interesting, interesting to you and most soldiers know about it. So I don't think I need to remind them, but uh, maybe other people, maybe cops don't know about it, maybe um, or, or or for perhaps their spouses more importantly, or family members or so on, if it's something you just want to try and understand better, uh, highly, re- highly recommend that book. The guy is the only, he's probably the, the world-leading expert in um, the psychology and the physical reactions and changes of your, literally your mind and body, that your body will f- physically changes, like at the molecular level. <laughs> like things like are now different. You're now literally a different person. Um, you, can, you can check out that book, On Combat by Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. It's, it's outstanding. Um, and it's, it's fucked up and you're going to learn things you did not know. And, uh, maybe it'll make, maybe it'll help you. He says, but fucking Amazon sent me the audiobook, nine CDs. All I wanted was his book and they couldn't even get that right. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know about the employees at, uh, at Amazon. I mean, they may have some issues, uh, with some things there. Now, I'll call it, you, you saw the video, right? You saw the video that I just played. Before I show you the story, because this is the interesting part here. Here's the arrest. Let's just scroll there to the a still shot here. 
There he is. There's Miles Sanderson, the suspect, being arrested by five RCMP officers, two of them with their guns drawn on him, two of them with his hands on him. Oh, and there's six and seven right there. Safe to say he's pretty fucking contained. Safe to say. He looks pretty under arrest to me. Doesn't look like much of a chance of getting away, uh, you know. So he's dead now, apparently. It's just, just, uh, you know. Oh, shit, I lost the... There it is. He's apparently dead now. Uh, stabbing suspect Miles Sanderson dead after four-day manhunt. Confirmed Wednesday's a capture of Miles Sanderson. He was facing multiple charges, apprehended at 3.30, right? We read all this. But, but he's dead? What? What is going on here? He's arrested at 3.30, right? Well, I just read this. And they all very, all, every comment is, suggests we're relieved that Sanderson has been arrested. The manhunt is over. Right. His arrests came. Nothing about a death. But the headline clearly says, Suspect Miles uh, Sanderson is dead after a four-day manhunt. Sources updated it uh, just about an hour ago. Well, that's, that's weird. What do you guys think of that? The other one died. Are they, they must have just messed this up, correct? Because the other guy, the other guy was killed, uh, was, was found dead after the first day. Well, CBC says that CBC just says he's a, he's a rent. Wait, no. Fugitive suspect in Saskatchewan stamming rampage dead. Miles Sanderson was arrested earlier near Ra- What is going on? The main suspect in the recent stabbing rampage in Saskatchewan has died shortly after being captured. So they, so he is dead. He's died in police custody. So now we'll never know what happened. Isn't that interesting? I'm not going to make any suggestions. I'm not saying one thing or another. All I'm going to say right now is I just saw him on video. I will play it one more time. This is, someone sent me this in shortly after it happened. Here is clearly Miles Sanderson being apprehended by the RCMP. And now he's dead. How did that happen? And why did that happen? That kind of thing uh, uh, disturbs me. I don't think I should have to explain why that is. And there's just no real... This must have just happened. Did he kill himself? Is that possible? What is... What the hell? I doubt it, right? I know. No, they would never... You'd be on suicide watch. They're crazy. You just got arrested for like... You're going to jail forever. You know? If anyone's going to kill themselves, it's this guy. So... The main suspect has died shortly after being captured. Multiple sources have confirmed to CBC News. Okay... Is that is that even the same that's not even the same video That is a white Chevrolet silver, uh, avalanche parked between two bushes roughly 20 meters off the road to the right with two RCMP SUVs behind it What did I just watch 
Because this guy in the video really looks... That's him. There's the avalanche. And there's the cars. And there's him. So that's the real photo. That So, so how exactly... Uh, what the... F- Oh, no. Oh, no. Now we're going to have a fucking circus. Right. Hmm. You know, if the police just murdered him, this is honestly. Yeah, you guys, you guys have got it. I know. I'm not even going to. I'm just going to slowly. This is just for the new people. Um, everybody else already knows what's going to happen, but this one is just, this is just, uh, what? How? I mean, he's clearly on video being arrested. You guys saw that that's a real video because the photo used in CBC confirming the scene was the same vehicle layout as the one I just showed you on video. So we know the video is real and that's him being captured alive, completely under control of, you know, a fucking, you know, half a platoon of cops. And yet. I swear it takes longer to get in this every time. In the failing days of summer of 2022, Miles Sanderson and another piece of shit guy went on a... (laughs) days-long rampage claiming the lives of a double-digit number of people, some of them still remaining in the ICU in critical care, for what was the most deadly stabbing rampage in the history of the nation. What would happen next is something no one could see. Miles Sanderson was arrested clearly, very clearly, on the side of the road in full view The police had him completely under control, but Sanderson would later die in police custody. How did he die? And why? And who? Surely this victim, surely this murderer should be held to account his story told, alas, we will never get to. Because for reasons unknown, this motherfucker ain't round no more. If you or your loved ones have any information regarding the death of Miles Sanderson, please don't tell me, because if it is nefarious, the police will probably kill me. Tell someone. Tell, tell the Project Veritas guy. Tell James O'Keefe. Or you can call the fake number one 888 unsolved bigotries Perhaps you know the answer to this unsolved bigotry. For the Dagalon Entertainment Network, I'm a guy pretending to be Robert Stack. (laughs) There's a network now, you guys. Seriously, that's disturbing. (laughs) What the fuck? 
What ha- Whoa. This is the most wanted guy in national, like, in years, like, since Wartman, right? And it's like, just so happens he dies before anybody can ask him any questions also. I, I don't want to make a, I don't want to go down that road, man, but I'm telling you, people are going to, and I can't stop them. No one can stop them. And holy shit, I hope they're wrong. Cause <laughs> I hate that. I, I really do hate it that I live in a country where I, I can't trust our police and I just can't obviously for things they've done to me, things they've done to other people. I absolutely not. Um, some that I know personally, um, I can, because I know them. And they're, you know, people I've known for a while or people I've spent time with and, you know, have had my back and so on. But in general, as a as an entity, um, absolutely not. Nope, not a chance. Um, uh, Stray Cants says Sanderson may qualify to become Surgeon General. He may, even as he's dead uh, at this point. Anderson Palace is another life claimed by COVID. So sad. It is so sad. Michael's mama, they will say he died of sudden cardiac death, coincidentally using the current thing to justify another cover. I don't know. I don't know, but I know that when you're captured by police in clear, obvious, and total control, you shouldn't die. That shouldn't happen. You should be definitely as safe as possible. You've got seven people watching you. How in the fuck could you possibly get hurt? Like watching you like a hawk. I don't know. And, you know, obviously it's in the public interest for this person to remain alive so we can question him and find out what the fuck just happened to all these people. So, you know, so their loved ones have an understanding. Trust me, as someone that's lived from Nova Scotia and and someone who knows, you know, and and had the privilege to talk to some of the family members of the Porta Peak massacre, of which no one will ever be held accountable. um, We know who is, but we, we won't. It will never happen because of the because of the, of the lies and the cover up and all of that stuff. Multiple, numerous police officers have quit the force because of it. Um, so there's that. Uh, you know, I I don't I don't like that. I don't like this. This is not healthy. This is not good for society. This is this is another step down the stairs as Walter Peck to turn off the containment grid. Like you guys need you guys need to start stacking up some wins. There needs to start being wins that restore the public trust and public confidence in the state uh, justice apparatus. They, they, there needs because it's nothing but loss after loss after loss. And pretty soon, if you're not already there, there's going to be a total um, across the board public disdain and distrust of the police, which is catastrophically bad for the security of your country. In fact, they may start to view the police as the enemy. In in which case, you're a brick throw away from civil war when stuff like that starts to happen. Look at the United States. You have people openly calling for it. Celebrities, just you know, uh, TV anchors. It's going to happen. Yeah, Ferry says it's possible he you know he killed himself. Maybe, but he shouldn't have been able to. I mean, they take your shoelaces and shit, right? Like. But I mean, a guy crazy enough to stab that many people could probably find... He probably just rammed his own head off the wall until he cracked his head open. I mean, you never know. Um, Is that what they're saying? Self-inflicted? Let's hope, but... That's that's the thing. We don't know. We can't know. And when they cover stuff like they're clearly doing in Nova Scotia, you know, and all the other crazy shit they've gotten away with, I mean, at what point do you just go, we can't trust them? That's terrible. Camus Keese's political rumor mill is saying Pam Hammy uh, wants to run for Secretary General of NATO. 
let's just say I that is a that is a very good guess. That a little bird told me that that is that does seem that that what that's what it looks like. So so election coming in the fall and the sniz is going to try and run a NATO. It's been fun everyone. That is uh that's what it sounds like. And I've I've had it um told to me as well from intercepted communique. Oh, sexy. That we we are looking at an election very very soon. In you know, perhaps a month, maybe less. Uh I'm going to guess that the liberal strategy for this is to ambush the conservative party and try and catch them off guard, unprepared and unready to uh, campaign a federal election with this short notice. And uh, somehow that, that they're going to win. I don't know what that is the dumbest. I mean, maybe or they're going to cheat like fucking crazy. And if they know they've gotten in the bag and they're just trying to you know put this to bed right now, but they did this last time. It's only been, it hasn't even been a year and we're talking about another election already. This is unprecedented for, for starters. So if this happens, this is fucking not good. This is very bad. Uh, they're going to get steamrolled very probably. And uh, the conservative party isn't stupid. Uh, they've been laying the groundwork and get, they've been preparing for an election for a while. They know there's one coming. And to think that they're not ready to, to just go for it the day after selecting the leader, because let's face it, we all know who they're probably going to put in there anyway. You know, the peeps is winning by a, by a fucking country mile. Like he's already, they're already looking ahead. I guarantee, I guarantee you if he's even half as smart as I think he is. And I think he's at least as smart as I think he is. If not more, he knows what he's doing. I mean, you can, and that's all I'm saying. I don't, do I want, do I trust the guy? No, I wish I could. I would like to, we'll see what happens. Um, but to think that he's not as campaigning for a conservative leader. He's also, at his his own slogan uh, says, for prime minister. He's already looking at the chair. Like, he's already, that's where he's going. So, I mean, calling an election early to, it's not going <laughs> to, that's exactly what they want. But I hope they do it because I'm pretty sure they're going to lose. Pretty sure they're going to lose bad. They're going to lose hard. Um, and, then, and then we'll see what happens. But, I mean, if they do something crazy, like they put, uh, they put fucking senile old fat Quebec prim, liberal premier in there. You just have it would just be open revolt. Like the entire conservative party would explode. The entire conservative party Canada, and I know a lot of these people, and they're all pinned to PP. And it's like we're going. This is it. This is our year. They're like the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is our year. We're gonna get it done. And you know what? They may have a chance. I think that I think they could win this time, but. They're like, ah, surprise, it's old fat guy from Quebec, like, who's actually a liberal. They'd be like, that's it! Like, you already robbed them of, of like, Bernier was supposed to win against Andrew Scheer, and he got fucked over. Then they put him in there, and he lost horribly. Then they went with a, with a more vanilla, more boring, fatter, dumber, more idiotic version of, of Andrew Scheer, substantially so, uh, with, with O'Toole. And then... <laughs> Now the, now they're here, so it has to. This has to be it. This is this is do or die for them. If they don't pull it off this time, it's the end of the. It's goodbye implosion. Um, uh, Blams says conspiracy theory. Miles Sanderson died to protect public faith in Canada's parole system and to prevent too many questions about the response. You be the judge, but it's suspicious as fuck. Yeah, it's. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Pilot Mike, uh, he says, uh, Hammy was in the interrogation room and opened her legs. That's terrifying. I don't ever want to think about that again. Buzzy, how are you? He says, grandfather is chums with Trudy. Posted yesterday, diamond mine opening in the area. 
Grandfather? Whose grandfather? Yours or someone's? Diamond mine opening in the area. What area? In Saskatchewan? I don't know what's going on. That's the thing. Like, people think... Vic Oatnick says, D-I-D-O, dag in, dag out. There is no out. It's just D-I. <laughs> it's D-I till you die. There's no out. No one leaves. It's a cult. Remember? No one's allowed to leave. Oh, my God. I don't understand these... Uh, what is... Oh, shoot. What does that mean? What are these? Are these chats or are these... Crap. Odyssey is a, a, a strange beast. What is that? I don't know what to do with these. This just clicks there. I don't know. Uh, Quaffer and AGB78 sent me stuff. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand it. I'll figure it out as, as we continue. I just, I, you know, I, I'm sorry. I appreciate it, but I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand how it works. Everybody's arguing there over the police and all that kind of stuff. It's fine. Uh, Rumble's okay still. Oh, nearly 1,200 people. Look at that. Doing great. You're doing great, kid. Pilot Mike, uh, or I'm sorry, got you already making gains. Says, can we get a plaid fitted sleeveless shirt, please? What am I, a factory now? <laughs> you guys are so demanding. I'll try. I got to write these things down. Uh, D.I. till you die. That's right. Burger Gourlet. Burger Gourlet. Get. Oh, these words, you know. So anyway, strange thing. Other strange things going on. I told you this would happen. The Beebs has gone down again. He's canceled his tour dates over continued health concerns. Gee, I wonder what could possibly have happened to the Beebs. He says, I need to make my health the priority right now. Why should his, why, why, why is his health? What's going on with his health? You know, what is he, 27? 25? I don't know. What does he have? A rare neurological disorder. Bell's palsy. And a rash affecting the ear or mouth. Hmm. Hmm. So this is the second time he's gone down with health problems. I wonder what happened in the last while. It's probably nothing related. Probably nothing to worry about. Because they would tell us. Right? They would never, never lie. No one would ever lie. No one would ever keep anything to themselves. And no one would definitely choose to make money over your well-being. Because you're so special and important uh, that no one would ever do that to you. so disgusting um i wish i really wish i understood these odyssey things it doesn't matter we'll, 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 we'll work it out it's uh i mean how many doctors alone what was that website we went through canadian medical association i believe oh look at this i just clicked on it by accident i wasn't even looking for this Look at this. They removed one thousand. No, no, I will not look at this. You just give me a minute. I wasn't done talking. Whoever you are, Facebook voice man. Because they they clearly care so much about everyone and their health and all that kind of thing. They, they would never lie. No one's no one's trying to make money. It's not a big uh, it's not a big scam or anything. There's bag holders, guys. I told I. The people that are pulling this off, they're not they're not going to stick around for the, you know, when the curtain drops and it's, you know, people are going, give me back my money, Paul. Like, that's that's not going to happen. They're not going to be here. You need a bag holder. You need someone to take the fall. And that's what most of our local and, you know, national government officials are going to be doing uh, as the billionaire technocrats make off make off of all the money and uh, do irreparable damage to the Western world. Uh, and uh, on, and to, and instead of recognizing this. 
Because that would take courage. It would take courage to recognize what's happened. And after you get over your horror and mortification over what you've just been a part of, you should then immediately sound the alarm and do everything you can to try and help stop this nightmare. Uh, but instead, because they're you know cowardly and childish and so on, uh, they've chosen to simply protect the narrative and protect the lies and protect the, the fantasy because if they don't and the truth gets out, then they are the bad guy and then they have participated in a crime. This is, this is like running from the police when you're like, like, and you have no chance of escaping. Do you know what I mean? You're like, I'm just going to run through a field. Like there's helicopters chasing you. There's dogs. Like you're not getting away, man. <laughs> you're not, but they're, they're going to do it anyway. They're just going to stupidly, it's panicking is what's happening. They're just going to panic and just do everything they can to try and prevent this uh, from getting out. So listen to this. Look at this. They removed 1,025 from this category here myocarditis slash pericarditis all of the reports were deleted level four they deleted 734 cases of level four bell's palsy 110 cases of guillain barr syndrome deleted 93 cases of thrombocytopenia also deleted wow this is major on 624 the corrupt canadian government deleted nearly 2,000 adverse events of special interest this is 28.3 percent of all of their collected adverse events of special interest, and they just threw them out, deleted them, memory hold them. This is quite easy to verify. I'm going to leave a link down below with all the details, all the links showing all my work. On 624, they deleted nearly 2,000 records, constituting over 28% of the total adverse events of special interest. So let me show you where this is on their site. So this is the official Canadian government website for COVID-19 vaccines. And right at the top here, vaccine safety. If we click reported side effects, and then we click the archived reports, and in this table at the last few pages, this is... You, you guys are hearing this, right? I mean... ...where the action happens. This is where the mass deletion happens. So, for example, here's 617, and the data includes up through May the 13th. But if we scroll down here, adverse events of special interest. So these are cumulative, I believe, from the beginning of the VAX rollout through May the 13th for this report. So this is where the data is sourced from. But in this Substack article on timtruth.substack.com, I lay it all out in a single spreadsheet. So these are the categories and the subcategories. And then over on the right, we see seven weeks, starting on 513, going all the way over to 722. But the really interesting week is 624, and comparing that to the prior week, June 617. But the mass deletion week is right in the middle here, 624. Then we have three weeks on either side. And the key one to compare it with is the prior week here, 617. So what's interesting is they totally deleted seemingly very important categories, <laughs> which brings the totals way down. There's just no numbers. Bell's palsy, level four. It went from 754 to nothing. Oh, okay. Thrombosis, blood clotting syndrome, palliative... 12 11 11 never again there's just we just stopped counting because it vanished apparently myocarditis level 4 1016 1025 uh, looks like a 1025 and then again nothing low blood platelets from thrombocytops nothing 93 to nothing Guillain-Barre syndrome 110 to nothing oh okay 
This is the this is the government's. Uh, they're just not publishing numbers now. It's cute, right? So let's go through this with a fine tooth comb. Check this out. So they have Gillian Barre syndrome, levels one to thirty one, twenty cases. Level forty two. This is one hundred and ten cases. We see these hundred and ten cases every week until six twenty four. They just yeah yeah I get it I get it. They're gone. They just erased it. <laughs> wow. Well then, forget you saw that. I guess let's just let's just forget we saw that the government is just straight up erasing data from its own official published uh, statistics. They're not even going to tell you fake numbers. They're just not going to tell you anything. Like scene missing, redacted. Hey, how many people are having heart attacks? Redacted. What? Yeah. Redacted. It's this now. Sorry. Oh, what did you want? You wanted the adverse effects uh, folder? Yeah, here, here it is. Canada's fun, isn't it? <laughs> Jeez, mother of God. Oh... Caught up over there. Sertos says, kind of reminds me of what happens to Jay Stark. Died in police custody from a heart attack. Jay Stark. Why do I know that name? Live free or fucking die, he says. They can't stop the signal. Beardy McBeardface says, Beebs came down with Ramsey Hunt disorder, also known as Pfizer face. That's allegedly what happened. Hell, Billy Deluxe says, because every dag needs a Joe Dirt sleeveless shirt. Every dag needs a Joe Dirt sleeveless shirt. Put me down for seven every day of the week. <laughs> every day of the week. You want different colors or just, or just seven of the same one? <laughs> God, see, the people want this. Dylan, we need to get on to this. Uh, Godzilla Unchained says they use the same software. Tim Truth mentioned to, uh, del- uh, mentioned to delete 33 million votes for Trump. Oh, my God. I don't want to live. I don't want any of this to be true. Like I don't want to live in a world that this that, that is this corrupt because there's only one way to fix it, and it's horrible. And it like I'm not quite mentally ready for it yet. And the people that are let, let me tell you this right now: these people in downtown Ottawa that are claiming they have fucking PTSD from the trucker convoy that people were harmed. Were you harmed? Did you have to walk further to work? Did you have to hear the noise? That was that was traumatic to you. That noise and that disruption was the manifestation of the physical pain of the people in this country. Lives destroyed, families torn apart, careers ended, educations stamped out, people pushed into poverty, people facing suicides, family losses, grandparents that can't see their children, families torn apart, and so on, as I've said. That physically manifested as that, and you are traumatized by that. That expression of a collective pain of truth, of, of people cry, literally crying out for attention f- to, to, to stop the beatings and the abuse. You view that as an inconvenience. In fact, you're the victim now. Am I getting that correct? Is that where about we're at here? Because I mean, that would be crazy. And especially to say things like, 
you have PTSD now is extremely, um, I don't even even know what the word is, maximally, maximum, it is maximum offensive um, to people where I come from, people that actually do have PTSD, like for realsies, not the pretend internet kind when someone misgenders your, your puppy or says a word that you don't like or says something about Trump or something like that. That's not trauma. That's literally nothing. You ever hold the hand of a 12-year-old boy as he dies? I have. That's shitty. Oh, but was there honking? Tell me more of the loud noises you've endured. I'm sorry, you'll have to speak up. My left ear, uh, you see, it's deaf. See, that's why I couldn't get into the police. I'm deaf in my left ear, it turns out. From a, a Chinese rocket, RPG Type 7, that blew up next to my fucking head and deafened me for the rest of my life. Sorry, what was that? The honking, you say? Trauma, scare, PTSD. Cool. Okay, well... I'm going to drink a beer now, and uh, while I'm doing that, I'm going to play you a, a video, uh, and I'm going to dedicate this to, to all of the guys out there, and, you know, in memory in memory of, of Tyson and everybody else before him, and, and all of the rest of us that's, that's still here, and, and carry on with this uh, in real life. Uh, the, the real ones that actually do uh, live with the burden and the scars and the pain of, of the things that they've had to endure and the sacrifices that they've had to give up because uh, this means something to us and this is important to us. And, uh, you know, why don't you just sit there and think about what that means uh, as you, you know, have your thumb up your ass with your, you know, purple hair and your big fat beard, but, you know, your, your gut and your fucking 17 cats and your box of wine and your welfare check, whatever the hell else it is you do in fucking Antifa or whatever the fuck it is you do. Um, and, and you and you reconcile this with your 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 so-called trauma. Ridiculous.
over my dead body will I let you say you have PTSD and get the fuck away with it. You didn't earn PTSD. You gotta earn that shit. does not toll for the victims of the trucker honking. I can promise you that much. I'm very very confident in that assessment. I just figured out how to use this uh, Odyssey thing. Uh, Quaffer he says, uh, evening bigots, thanks for all you do. Uh, Jeremy, thank you very much, sir. Thank you for the, for the help. And then HAP78, send me a link to something which I'm too afraid to click. I, I, won't, I won't do it. I don't know. Any, anything could happen. I got hacked last week and I had to rebuild everything. I had to rebuild my whole my whole thing. The laptop too went down. Isn't that isn't that strange? Isn't that a, isn't that a fun coincidence? <laughs> Don't care. Boy, all they can do. I mean, that was my life. I did all that shit and it's like, "Oh, we're going to we're going to erase your computer files." Like, "Oh no. Oh, no, not that." We're going to make the police mad at you. Oh no. Like I've already won. I should have been dead already. I'm already on. I'm on overtime bonus points. You think I care? Jeez, these people. You're gonna have to do better than that. You're gonna, you're gonna have to send the People's Liberation Army after me to, for me to even remotely feel. You know the feeling of oh my god. You know fear again from something like that. Come on. Um, man on the mountain says just want to report that Fort Mac Michael, commander of the Northern Fob, is squared away. He sent, my, he sent me a photo wearing an appropriate cover with patch front and center. He says that all is quiet, with the exception of Slavic squat goats performing the occasional probe. Strange. Suspicious. Keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. I don't know. Phil, are you... What do you know about this? What do you know about this goat situation? I don't know. We're going we're gonna to look into that. Uh, Beardy McBeardface says, It seemed as, as though JT and Jimmy were prepped to take their political futures to the next three years to push through this agenda. Calling an election now is strange. It's more than strange. It's desperate. Uh, he says, JT is dumb, but his handlers aren't. I don't know, man. They're in a, they, might, they might be dumb. Uh, because as, all they had to do was wait this out. The, the agenda they're implementing, had they done it over another 25 years, there would have been no stopping them. Nobody was paying attention. For some reason, for some reason in 2020, they pulled the switch and they, they decided now's the time to go for it. And... 
fights are a funny thing. And uh, a lot of people think that, or is, let's say cage fighting the UFC, for example, that a lot of you know men and stuff enjoy just you know for the violence. And let's not lie, it's pretty cool when somebody gets their fucking head smashed open and the legs broken half. You're like, oh my god, the carnage is what we want. But what really makes them, what really sustains us and keeps us coming back, you know, to, to watch these kinds of things and why we find military struggles so, in, you know, epic, huge battles, titanic battles like like Stalingrad or Kursk, um, you know, things like this where it's like the fate of the world could rest in the, you know, and who wants it more? Anything can happen. Crazy things happen. Things you don't expect can happen. And uh, once you've once you've decided that you're you're in a fight now, it's you can do all the planning, all the training, all the practice, all the preparation in the world that you can that you can muster and summon. But once the bell rings and it's on, it's anybody's game. I mean, there's one sided fights, but even then, even so, do you guys see this? Do you see Kamara Kamara Usman get fucking KO'd? Just beating the shit out of the guy for five rounds in the bag, no big deal, and then whooping, dead out, gone, head kicked right off his body, new champion of the world. Whoa. You know, what did I say last time? Just one just one good punch and you can win. That's the that's the magic of fighting. As long as you don't give up. He didn't give up the first thirty times he got punched in the face. <laughs> you know? Getting his legs twisted off and head smashed in and thrown and beat up, you know. But he didn't quit and he kept fighting because all you need is that opportunity to win. And if you hang on long enough, you may get it. So, I don't know. Uh, maybe things are... I don't think things are going the way that, that, that they thought it would. There's a, there's, a, there's a perception among people, especially on, on this side of everything, that um, it's an anxiety and a fear that I think has been built up over, over a lot of years, a lot of decades. Um, and there's a tentativeness to, to, to act on what you perceive to be weakness because you're so lo- used to losing or you're so used to being you know, lorded over and dominated that they can't possibly be losing. That couldn't be. It must be some kind of trick. But in fact, that, that does happen. Uh, there, there was an end of the Roman Empire. There was an end of the British Empire. It was basically World War II. There, there was an end... Uh, you know, to to the Portuguese Empire, to the Spanish Empire, to the Ottoman Empire, to the to the Mamluks, to the you know uh, the Ming Dynasty, to the, the 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 rule of the Czar, the monarchy. Could you imagine? No one in Russia could ever have imagined there would never be a king and queen someday. And then one day, they're all fucking murdered by insane communists, and they bayoneted the royal family to death. All the little girls, the dot, murdered them all, murdered them all, bayonet, shot them, stabbed them, probably did other things. And now, surprise, you have communism. Like, what? <laughs> Things can change in a big way in a hurry, and uh, you never know. So, if that's possible, if things can change drastically for the negative, then they can also change drastically for the positive as well, because that's just how the world works. Equal and opposite reaction. That's how physics works. That's how math works. There's a positive, there's a negative. There just is. There is duality to the fabric of the universe in which we live. There's a sun and there's a moon. There's night and there's day. There's men and there's women. There's not 72 genders. There's two. There's men and there's women, you know? There's, a, you know, there's two eyes. There's two kidneys. You know, it, it's, it's, there's a symmetry to, to all things. There is a balance and a symmetry to all things. So if, the, if there exists such an evil capable of doing so much and in coordinating and, and, and uh, succeeding at doing so much, if that is possible, which it is because we're witnessing it, then the opposite is also possible. It must be because, the, because of the reasons I just said. 
So why are we not pursuing that? And we should be. And the sooner that everyone does that, the faster we could we could make this make we could make this reality. What if this great awakening prophecy actually becomes real shit? What if the vast majority of the people around the world suddenly just all can look at each other and and now have the courage to say out loud, "Hey, this is fucking crazy, right?" And everyone is like, "Yeah." Yeah, the the whole tinfoil hat thing is all over with. Basically, everyone knows what's up now. Um that's an exciting possibility, isn't it? Because how do you enslave an entire species of people? <laughs> you can't. It's laughable. It's laughable. So um it's 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 crazy times, but the thing you need to to learn from history here um that I wanted to mention is when the uh when the Western Allies was uh, started liberating prisoners from uh, from Europe uh, in France and in Belgium and in Holland and in Germany and so on, they would say, "Why, you know, how how did you get to this point? Like, why did no one fight back? Why did no one oppose? You know, what were you doing?" And they said, "We all we all thought that tomorrow would be better." That don't worry, things will get better. Like, this can't last forever. So they did not act. They just held steadfast in the faith that some magical Batman figure would magically make it all okay. This is, this is, this is real. This is, you can look this up. And that passive attitude of just assuming someone else is going to make your lunch for you that means you starve to death. That is what I have learned. That is what I learned from reading history. That is what I've learned in my life experiences that, you know, in the military and in, in the hardest ones, especially and as hard and as difficult as they were, I love those men for punishing me as much as they did because it taught me so much and it put me right here right now to be able to do what I'm doing. If you count on someone else to do your work, what you're responsible for, you are a dead man. Absolutely. What you should be striving for is to fulfill all of your obligations and responsibilities for you individually as a person and then go the extra mile and then go, I'm good. I'm squared away. Everything's good to go with me. And then you're done. Who needs help? That is the way the soldiers are trained and, and, and raised and formed. That's what you, you get ready. You get your shit together and you get squared away as fast as fucking possible and as accurately and efficiently as possible. And then when you're ready to go, stand at attention in front of your rucksack, you look around and go, who's not ready yet? And then you help that guy. And then the two of you help a third guy and everybody works together. That's how that's how things need to be done. You can't sit there and, and half-ass it and go, oh, someone else will come along and fix this for me. They may not. They very well may not. In fact, it's likely that no one will. So the attitude of thinking that someone is going to come by and help you fix the problem and fix your problem, that is, that is suicidally stupid. And I'm, and I'm basing this on, again, my life experiences and reading history itself in which people that carry this attitude in times of struggle and uncertainty and fear and danger, they fucking died. So, as this is unfolding around us, I very much encourage anyone with some doubts to start asking questions and start having some courage in, uh, in what can be done. And, the, and one of the other, the last main point on that I can give you is 
you want to know what side you're on? You know, you, these, you know, a lot of our enemies and stuff, they think they're on, they think they're on the, the good side, right? They think they're on the right side. I pity them. I feel bad for some of them. They're, they're useful slaves to an evil they don't even perceive because they are not spiritually matured. They have not been hardened by the fire of life. They have not been beaten and broken and crushed and punished. And they haven't earned through pain and suffering and loss and struggle the sight that that comes as a reward for those things. That is the only way to achieve those things is to suffer. No one gets to just know things and see things and understand things. That's, you know, that's cheating. That's that's why, you know, Odin had to cut out his own eye or whatever, right? As a sacrifice, right? It's symbolic. You, you don't just get it for free. You must suffer. And uh, we're being told by the most pampered, softest, weakest, most pathetic generation of people that have ever lived how things are to be. And the people they are telling them, telling the people how they are to be, those people are the ones that suffer, struggle, and are punished. And, you know, every day is, is, is a problem. You've got people working on oil rigs. You've got the, all the blue-collar people, all the regular folks, the people that make the country go, the conservatives, okay? The farmers, the fishermen, the rig workers, the miners, the military guys, the cops, the the the, the the hospital, the 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 the, the firemen, the first the first responders, people out there doing doing hard shit, forestry folks. You know what I mean? Like real life. Like I could die at my job. Like it's physically dangerous. It's hard. It takes it takes something. It's not sitting at a fucking desk being an influencer. It's not somebody just you know making phone calls all day. Whoopity! Oh, is that hard? It's probably annoying, but it's not hard. There's, there's very clearly a split in society here. And these people at the top are making tons of money to do absolutely nothing. And to do absolutely nothing except tell you how to live your life. And the ones that are being told what to do don't like it. And they show up in Ottawa with a bunch of trucks. They go, okay, assholes, this has gone far enough. And you have the audacity to say that you are traumatized by what you've done to these people and how they've responded to your abuse. It's, it's, it's just... You know, I wish people like like Ben Franklin and Teddy Roosevelt and Winston Churchill and fucking Mussolini, fucking a- anybody from a time period when people were way more serious and switched on and, you know, could see the absolute depraved degradation and, and basically non-existent standards that we have today and not even ask their opinion. I don't want to hear a word they say. I just want to show them where we live and gauge their responses based upon their their facial faces. Like, for example, all those people I just named, you know, Stalin can come here, Hitler, you can sit down, every Napoleon, take a seat over there. Uh, Cortez, yes, take a seat. Oh, Castro, I knew you'd be here. Stay away. No, over there. The women sit on that side. Don't you fucking go over there. I know what you're like. I know what your dad's like. I know what your son's like. All right? Other side. Other side. Come on. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Somebody wheel him in. <laughs> wheel FDR in here. Woodrow Wilson. Every, Kennedy. Everyone. All of them. All of the men who moved and shaped history and, and didn't just get born and fuck around and waste time. They fucking made the world their bitch in one way or another and fucking got stuff done, right? And you have to admire that. I mean, I mean, even, even somebody like, uh, you know, George Bush, piece, you know, asshole, but it's like respect, though. I mean, he was a fucking president. 
He ran the CIA. Like, he fucking, that guy wasn't fucking around, you know? And be like, hey, fellas, what do you think of this? In the future, the, the well, that's, that's a shark. No, <laughs> these are the, these are the ministers of health. This is, Amer- this is what you got here. Uh, Belgium's looking real good. That's a man in a wig. Uh, also, <laughs> that also may be a man in a wig. And now we've got the new one in, in, in uh, the United Kingdom in Britain is also just very, uh, just a healthy size, you know? Uh, a big festival winning pumpkin, if you will. Uh, here's another picture of her. Uh, so Winston Churchill, I'm just going to gaze over here at your reaction to this. This is the health minister. This may be one of the, was it Lee? I think Lee Stewie said this. And we were talking in one of the chats. Like, I thought Winston Churchill was dead. At, I mean, hey, you know, covered in liquor stains, glass of wine on one hand, big cigar on the other, clearly 150 pounds overweight. Health minister, right? And I saw a video from Paul Watson earlier that's like, hey, you know, um, Listen, a lot of people have trouble with their weight and this kind of thing, and, and that's fine. But not everybody's the fucking health minister, are they? <laughs> yeah. fair, fair, fair play. Come on. Come on. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't tell me no on this one. This is preposterous. Oh, the rumble people. Look at it now. We're climbing nearly coming up to 1,300. How many people can we get on? Dude. We're going to ban your channel. Oh, no. I don't care. Nothing. It hurt you, which is hysterical. Uh, Liquid Zoo says there's a guy live streaming a sh- uh, live streaming shooting people in Memphis right now. Oh my God! What is going on? Suspect is at large. If you if you do not have to be out, stay indoors till it's resolved. Oh my Lord! Let me slow down. I'm showing you this shit for real. You know what I'm doing this shit for real. Who all up here? I ain't no nigga posing at this though. This shit for real, nigga. So people are losing their minds, and that guy's just driving around shooting automatic weapons at people on the street. That's good. Um, the video was nothing to see anyway. You couldn't really see anything. It was mostly dashboard, but he's, he just seems to be shooting at people. That's good. I, li- I like the new America. It's great. Hellbilly Deluxe is all the same color. Uh, the will, all the same color. The will compliment may greasy oil stained wife beaters. What? All the same color. The will compliment may greasy. Yes. Yes. I'm just going to say yes and move on. NYC Vit, he says, God bless you for honoring um, your friend. Thank you, man. He says, I read that article and many others are too. You are using your platform for good, brother. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. That was that was very difficult for me to write. I didn't like uh, doing that, but, you know, it's it's something nobody's talking about. And to my knowledge, no one has ever mentioned out loud what, you know, that, you know, from, from an insider, you know, kind of perspective. Um. So I thought, you know, now's, now's a good time. Uh, Miss McAvoy, uh, also on the same topic, says, I, I read your It article. That's why I called it It. And if you know what It is, when you read about It, you will hopefully understand what I mean. Says, I read your It article and was crying this morning. Vent Lives Matter. Please, please push through the intense feeling of fire. I need you. The intense feeling will leave. I'm just a silly civvy who has had the same feelings and symptoms. Please. Please hang in there. And I don't think I, I, I don't mean to say that this is unique and special for, for veterans either. Um, I, it's just more prevalent. Like, uh, you know, drug addiction can be more prevalent in a specific community or, or ethnic group or, or whatever. Um, th- this affliction and this. Um, an affliction is a good word uh, is is can affect anybody. 
can affect anybody in the world, but in the veteran community, it's much more common uh, than it would be, say, as, you know, somebody that drives the Zamboni for the Maple Leafs or something. You know what I mean? Like there's not a str- or, uh, you know, somebody that works, pick a job, you know, it's, it's substantially higher than, than, than most anywhere else. Uh, so that's why you hear about it so often. It's a human issue. It affects a lot of different people. Um, it's just most prevalent in that community. So it, it, it you know, they get, they get most of the attention, but it does affect everybody. Um, uh, she goes on and says, your country needs you. We need you so much. We love you. We value you. Keep reaching out. You're breaking my heart. I don't know the horrors of war, but I'm here to support you. Sorry for being emotional and dramatic, but I do care. All my love and support, uh, gun goddess. And I, and she does. I, I believe you. Um, I like to take issue often with um, with a lot of people that don't give a shit, and they very obviously do not. Um, but there are there are a lot of people that do, and she's one of them. And um, we very much we very much appreciate it, and it, it does mean a lot. It does mean a lot that um, some people at least can can see it for what it is. Um, also, thank you, Godzilla and Chain said. Here's the profile of the of the of the Biden supporter who is now live streaming his shooting spree in Memphis with a full auto. Oh my lord. Purged. Oh, really? Is this what he's saying? So here's tomorrow's news today. Purge day. This is him? Is he replying to the... I'll be famous one day. Splat, splat. Don't be a victim. Purge day coming soon. And it's live, baby. Zeke Huncho. Cool. Let's... Yeah, I don't know. It could be a fake account. I don't know. It's... What the fuck are we doing anymore? What a, what a mess. Taco Full of Beasts it says, uh, Full Metal Jacket quote, I believe. Anyone who runs. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Excellent movie. Full Metal Jacket's a, a, a cinematic masterpiece for a number of reasons. Anyone who runs is a VC. Anyone who stands still is a well-disciplined VC. Any women or children. Uh, Sometimes, oh, I don't remember that part. All right, and he was just shooting whoever was running. How can you just shoot women and children? Easy. You just don't lead them as much. <laughs> Goes back to shooting. Jesus. You know, that guy's lost it. It ain't war hell. Not glorifying it, but man, fuck. Yeah, obviously, that's, that's not a good person who's just shooting random people. That's fucking, that's a psychopath. That man needs to be removed immediately. Clearly. I don't think that needs to be said. However, war attracts psychopaths for obvious reasons. Some people want to join the military because they like the idea of just being able to kill all kinds of people. That's what they want to do. It like they, it like sexually arouses them in some way. Like it's a thing. People are fucked. There's fucking crazy people out there. But you don't lead them as much. You just you know you don't lead them as much with the gun, with the rifle, shooting moving targets. Doesn't matter anyway. Fisher of Men says zero fucks are allocated to the craven, weak, pathetic laptop class and their fake PTSD claims. Where's my barf bag? I know. Slip sheet says, uh, CBC says, Miles died of COVID. Get you boosted today. Yeah, I bet. Could you imagine? Taco, he says, car in front of me had a sticker, pray for the prime minister. Psalm 109.8, check the Bible. Says, quote, let his days be few and brief and let others step forward to replace him. I'm not religious, but let us pray. I'm not super religious. I'm kind, I am more than I was and my, you know, my, attentiveness and caring and and uh consideration of, of the spiritual aspect of being a human being has increased substantially in the past five years i'll, I'll say that chief dogma it says the daglon hoodies look good on a motorcycle i'm thinking we need an mc <laughs> oh, jesus 
I can only control one criminal enterprise at a time, guys. What do you want from me? How many, how many criminal enterprises do I need? This is crazy. <laughs> I'm not saying no. I'm just saying we got a high workload right now. Maybe, we'll, maybe in the new year. We'll look into it. Making gains is uh, just think of the prime minister's trannies struggling to fit into fitted sleeveless diagonal pledge shirts. Red, black, and gray, blue, please. Red, black, and gray, blue. Okay. We'll look into it. We will look into that. Um, I'm going to look into this, too. I fucking, I love you guys. This is fucking fun. This is good stuff. (laughs) Someone sent this in to me. And, I mean, people are upset about it, you know? I, I'm pretty sure, unless I read this totally wrong, this, this guy is just trolling for the sake of it. So there's new uh, dress regulations in the Canadian forces. And uh, by new regulations, I mean no regulations. And you can basically do whatever you want, as this gentleman has decided to do. Uh, by, he's going to the Air Force. You can tell by the blue shirt there. This is an Air Force guy. And he's got... Uh, looks like children's women's plastic sunglasses on. He's decided to sport a goatee for, for the today's festivities. And he's got blue and purple hair. That's it's very nice. He says, all ready for work in the morning. Hashtag new dress regs. Hashtag can for gen 10622. This is perfectly legal in the Canadian military now. Um, and they're just like, fuck it. Let's just be retarded. If we're just going to make a fucking total mockery of the Canadian forces, let's just burn it down faster. Let's just make it into a giant fucking joke. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's dead serious, but I really don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong, but I guarantee there's guys out there that are, that are, I know them. I know guys just like that. I'm thinking of one right now that this guy reminds me of. In fact, I wonder if that's him now that I look at it. Oh my fucking God. Is it? I don't want to say his name, but I think it is. Because he texted me the other day and said, hey, I got a, te- I got a goatee for work on Monday. And I was like, oh my God. Holy. I don't want to say his name in case it is and he gets in trouble, but. I, I think it's him. Oh my God. <laughs> regardless, regardless if it is or isn't. If we're just going to make a total mockery of everything, and, and that would make sense because if that is the guy, he was, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to point him out to anyone. He was one of us, you know, and he's, he's upset and, and, and annoyed and disrespected by this nonsense as anyone else. And the military has now openly, clearly decided to pursue feelings and wokeness and pronouns to the point of changing what was an unbroken code of discipline for hundreds of years. That there was a, a high grooming standard and to, to be a, a uniformed soldier of this country came with a, came with a certain expectation that you present yourself in a in a in a in a a certain way in a martial kind of way not dressed like a fucking clown but now we have people literally dressing as clowns in the military because and they can have you know 
face tattoos and lipstick and makeup if they want they can wear a fucking dress if they want to because that's how they identify that's something we spend our time and resources and energy on focusing not on combat effectiveness not on stopping everybody from killing themselves not on you know training not on you know new new technologies or, or new warfare applications not not investing in you know uh training schools and you know young junior officers because these that's the future uh no we're gonna we're going to do this. We're going to spend even a minute on this, not a minute, hours, days, weeks, months, years in developing uh, this new policy because the CDS, uh, the chief of defense staff, Wayne Iyer, is a full-blown communist fuckbag and is hell-bent on destroying the Canadian military, whether intentionally or because he's so uh, dogmatically programmed to his ideology, of which I understand uh, someone very close to him, I'll leave it up to that, is a, you know, basically a card-carrying member of of the Liberal Party and very much a believer in the new woke way and building back better. So that's what Wayne has decided to do to the Canadian to the Canadian forces is give them purple and, and, and uh, pink and blue hair and uh, dress like clowns. Let's just totally turn the thing into a circus. Everybody's got pronouns now. Everybody's offended. Everybody's getting raped. Everybody. It's a safe space. The fucking Canadian army is now a safe space for commies. OK, that's what we're that's what we're going to do, apparently. So that being said. The reason I, I, I called this thing, you know, they're going to need a bigger boat. You ever see the movie Jaws? And, you know, I'm hoping it ends better for us than the shark. But in my mind, we, we are the shark. And, and this is the realistic version of Jaws in which these people would never have, they would have died. They set out to, they set out to capture and conquer this shark and then realize they are not equipped to do this job and there's a famous line in the movie uh after the shark attacks them and they're like we are gonna need a bigger boat because it is way bigger than they fucking thought it was and i like to posit that they are going to need a bigger boat because more and more people are are i mean there's open revolt in the military open open revolt is when soldiers are just flaunting like just flying in the face of your intentions don't give a fuck doing what it, you know You've got guys drinking beers as they're doing jumps now into the Petawawa River going, fucking government, boys. And you've got guys shaving goatees and dyeing their hair different colors just as a fucking joke, just to take advantage of how stupid everything's become. Yeah, you're, you're facing open revolt now. You're being mocked openly. So you don't have them. And, you, and, and, and on the other side, they have people that are uh, suffering trauma and, and, and getting injured and harmed by honking and having to walk extra, you know, 10, 15 minutes to work because they have to park further away. They have to park further away. So this is, this is where the, you know, this is the confidence uh, aspect of this because... They can only push this so far before things explode. We know that. Uh, they don't seem to understand that. And nobody wants that to happen. I certainly don't. But if it does, um, there is a 0% chance they're going to succeed in uh, whatever the hell they think it is they're going to get away with. Because they have, um, you know, they have followers. They have slaves. They have obedient workers. They have, in battle terminology, what is essentially conscripts. 
with you know a cadre of fanatical you know maniacs that you know will do anything <laughs> anything for the dear leader anything and we have soldiers real ones and not just the military kind i mean i mean people over here are are in it to, for, to the end on top of that on on their end you know the, the people that were you know fighting over you know the, the the our world essentially you have this force that's trying to dominate and control and and manipulate it and bend it to its will uh you know versus the rest of us and everyone else is caught in the middle but there's a distinct difference and that 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 difference is if they step on a line of it what's held over their head is a whip or a baton you are not rewarded <laughs> very much the opposite you're very much punished for getting out of line of what it wants you to do so there's that option and then over here um, you know they can look up and you know like Top said it's not a raised fist. It's an open hand. So we'll see. We'll see how this plays out in the long game, won't we? You're, they're not set up to win. It's not looking good. And I, I really do think they're going to need a bigger boat. You want to win? I want to win. I don't want to make money. I don't want to be famous. I want to win. I don't want anything else. I only want to win. That's all I want. I will do anything to the death. You understand? Get get in the ring. Let's see what you got. You thought we would go fucking go this hard in Asia against people we don't even know and we're not going to fucking go all the way here right now for our own people, our friends, our family, where we live, where we grew up, where we, you know, made out with girls behind the high school. We're not going to fight for this place. She hits her head? Jimmy Two Skidoos. Hey, oh, what you doing, Jimmy? Says Wild Breaking 911 posts a live stream of some dude in Memphis going batshit crazy. Uh, will those vids be outlawed? Like the Christchurch live stream. Uh, Dag PSA Max Eigen at the Crow House on Odyssey and Bitshoot has a wicked breakdown of the CC operation. CC? Um, yeah, they, I'm, yeah I, on Bitshoot? That's, that's a platform I haven't used in a long time. I, I, I run out of time. I don't watch things as much as I used to because I'm busy doing... Um, and also, it's funny that there's an entire industry of people in this country, literally, in the hundreds, I would say, by now, 
definitely well over a hundred. Um, a dozen or so of them exclusively like online personalities that I occupy a significant amount of their time. <laughs> significant amount. I probably come out of their mouth at least twice a week, at minimum. Never mind in personal conversations and tech. They are so obsessed with me and disturbed by my existence that it has that they can't look away like an asteroid hurtling towards Earth. They're just paralyzed by it and can do nothing but stand and flail in the street like a helpless baby. <laughs> it's it's really funny. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's um it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to have that much power over over people, especially people you don't like. It's really uh I can't I can't get it. I, you you got to try it. You guys got to try it. You got to get out there and start getting into the heads of people and fucking with them. It's it, you you won't be disappointed. You'll enjoy it. Uh, Angry Soldier 100 says, rumor has it the Memphis shooter is upset that his Popeye's order was wrong. So, again, in all seriousness, how did my light get spun all the way over there? What's What's going on here? Hang on a second. Fucking with my lights. Who did this? Morgan. Gonna come back and upstage me again. You've had a, an environment in the United States, especially. Now, obviously, the obviously the trigger man is to blame, as we know. The person that pulls the trigger is the one that does the murder, not the one that 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 commands the order, not the one that pays the money. The guy that does the act is the murderer. I was just doing my job. I don't care. You did it. You did it. The responsibility was up to you, and you you allowed yourself to be manipulated and convinced that doing a horrible thing was, in fact, a good thing. You are at fault. You have failed the test. You have failed at being a human being. Uh, you know? I really do believe in this kind of dichotomy that there's a bad, malevolent force in the world, uh, and, I, and I think it's intelligent, and I think it does, you know, it, <laughs> it fucks with people. Um, depending on your religion and your upbringing and the, you know, whatever you believe, you could call it the devil. You could call it all kinds of different things. Um, but I, I believe it's a real thing. And it can, uh, you, you failed the, te- you, you've submitted to its will. It commanded you to, you know, it got into your head and told you to do something awful and you did it. However, that didn't just happen in a vacuum. You've had decades of Hollywood, media, pop culture, music industry. CNN is no, is no small contributor here to the idea that all of the non-white people are victims of white people. This narrative and this, this lie has been being pushed on people in America especially in Canada, they give us a, a brand new term. It's called BIPOC in Canada. It's very we got our own unique one. You guys, hey Americans, you guys know this one? It's called BIPOC in Canada. Uh, black and Indigenous people of color. Why is that? Because the United States, you're, the BLM movement, which was uh, chaired and directed by communists, lit, literal communists, to um, subvert and destroy the United States from within. Um, the African-American population in the United States is 16%, 67%-ish. Uh, I might be off by one or two. In Canada, it's only, I think, 4%. So 
So it doesn't work here. It's not a big enough minority to to you know make any kind of change. So they invented a, 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 a brand new you know custom made really term for us called black and indigenous people of color. So basically in Canada, it's if you're not white, you're the other one. You're a BIPOC. You're a white person or you're a BIPOC. That's this may sound crazy. That is literally Canada now. Um. So that so that's the thing. And you've had um, decades and in, in the last you know years as well, constant messaging programming that um, you know white people bad, colonization, slavery, all of these all of these things. Now the residential schools in Canada they're doing this. You know, uh, it turned out to be tree roots. Not a single body was recovered from this mass supposed mass grave. It's tree roots, uh, but anyway, did that play into the mindset? Of these guys who were not white, as CBC is reporting, they're natives. They're from a native reserve. You can look at them. They're, they, they, they clearly look like indigenous guys to me. Did it play into their psyche at all? Constantly being bombarded? And I've, I lived in Saskatchewan for two years on the radio all the time. The colonizing, you know, the residential schools and all of that. What does that do to people? What does that do to... I'm trying to empathize, honestly. I'm trying to imagine being, you know, a 30-something-year-old native man on one of these reserves... Thinking of thinking about my ancestors and my past, and you know what could have been, and what's happened, and this constant messaging on the on the on the media, on television, and the in the news, on the on the radio, that white people, white people, colonizers, you know, you're a victim, and they're, you know, is it unreasonable to imagine that I may develop some resentment? Especially, I mean, these reserves are not good places to live, guys. A lot of them are in rough shape. Is it possible or even likely that some of these guys could start to develop because of this messaging a deep-rooted resentment and hatred towards people they don't even know that were just born at the same year they were? Listen, bro, I'm 36. I got here the same fucking time that you did. I had nothing to do with this. I didn't, you know. Why Why is the media trying to do that? Because is that helpful to anyone? Were any of us even around then? Literally no one alive today was even alive back then when any of this happened. So what are you fucking, what are you turning me into a villain for? I was born in 1986. I don't think I kissed a girl till like the year 2000. Millennial or something, you know? I'm responsible for fucking slavery and colonization and this kind of shit. But this is what the media has been pumping into the throats of people. And, you know, there's a lot of dumb white people in the world, obviously. There's a lot of dumb black people. There's a lot of dumb everybody. And they're susceptible to this kind of messaging. Not the smart ones that understand, like, I see what you're trying to do. You're just trying to make me fucking, yeah, they get it. Unfortunately, 80% of people of any, they're retarded. And they listen to this. So is it possible that this guy in Memphis drive around just killing people at random? Maybe he's had a a history full of lies and and vitriol and hatred pumped into his head and he feels justified in what he's doing. Is that possible? Maybe you should stop with the fucking race baiting and the division and everybody hate everybody because if there's anybody in the world to hate, it's you. Not everybody watching, but but some of you probably. That made this possible. People that pay the money to make it happen, that go on the news and lie to you. Or they lie by omission and they don't ask the questions. And they sit in the chair of a news anchor 
or some kind of broadcaster, or maybe even a government ministerial position, someone with holding and wielding the stick to make changes if they so chose. If I was the, I'm the, I'm the, the anchor of, of CNN and I see what's going on and I choose to do what? It's up to me. Are you at all responsible for, for what? Yes, of course you are. And the, well, the government said, that's not how life works. You fucking people. And I don't mean, you know, again, the audience. I'm, these people in these positions. They think that because they're part of a system. That they bear no personal responsibility for anything. You do. Because you are a piece of that machine. Willingly. No one's holding a gun to your head. This is not the Soviet Union yet. And that's the real tragedy because once we reach those levels, I hope to God we do not, but once you do, where it's like you almost can't blame people because it's like, listen, if I don't black bag you and your family and shoot you in a ditch outside of town, they will do it to me and my family. So in that in that situation, when you have a tyrant ruling by fear, which is what the government of Canada now has an appetite for, they, they'd like the taste of it. They did the horse trampling, the beatings, the tear gassings, freezing of the bank accounts, the deplatformings, the imprisonments, and all this kind of thing. They're, they're, so they've shown that they're willing to hurt people. A little bit. That's like saying someone's not a violent... Oh, he's not a, he's not a violent person. Well, he just punched a guy. Uh, well... It's not murder, but it's not good. Is the government of Canada currently an out of control? Ter- I mean, they're not North Korea, obviously. And that is one of the criticisms that the, you know, the freedom community movement, whatever the fuck you want to call it, gets oftentimes. And that's something you need to contain and understand. I mean, we, we don't live in North Korea. I can openly say the prime minister is a fucking son of a bitch and a traitor and a murderer. And he sold us out for his own personal gain. He's a sociopath and a psychopath. And he may be one of the worst people to ever live in history. I can say that and no one will come to my house and kill me tonight. But if I said that in China, I would be dead. And if I said it in North Korea, I would be dead. These are places that are so far gone with this kind of attitude that there's someone else has to basically come save them at this point. That's how bad it is. They're they're totally and completely enslaved. They have no guns. They have no communications. They have no free speech. They have no, no way. It's just survive. And the act of surviving is misery in itself. It's, it's terrible. So I'm trying, we, we would like to avoid that. You know, we'd like to, we would like to avoid that here. Um, so when we say things like tyrannical authoritarian, we're not comparing them to, to Xi Jinping or, or Mao Zedong or, or Kim Jong-un or, or Pol Pot or the Khmer Rouge or, or, you know, Mussolini or Stalin or, you know, Yagoda or any of these people. It's like Terminator, you know? I'm trying to go back in time and, and kill Fidel Castro when he's 18. Not in his 40s, uh, in, in, you know, running a terror campaign across an entire nation of people, because that's clearly where he's going. And his pattern of behavior is alarming. And the decisions he takes are, are disturbing. And his general attitude towards the world is one that I do not feel comfortable with. I think this is a bad guy. That being said, let's look at the landscape of Canada. We have people in our government that don't care about anyone. They don't care about them. They're deleting deaths off the internet. They're just 
deleting them. You, you don't matter. They're deplatforming people. They're censoring people. They're making calls to YouTube. How do you think YouTube censored all my shit at the same time? You think it was a coincidence? <laughs> you think somebody at YouTube fan? There's billions of accounts. Someone from here made a call to there and schling, schling, schling. Three channels erased at the same time. Do you think they are freezing bank accounts and putting people in jail for arbitrary, insane reasons? Because, because why? Because they're just, they're trying to help you. They're, they're departing. They're taking the off ramp to being someone like Fidel Castro in the future, in the moderate to near future, perhaps only a couple of years. How far are we away before they just start? If, if they're willing to do this, what will they do next? They've done nothing but escalate this entire time. They started with, please stay home and please stay safe to, I will beat you with batons, shoot you with tear gas guns at point blank range, punch you in the face, kick you in the ribs, step on your face, step on you with fucking Clydesdale horses. I will monitor you. I'll chase you around the country. We'll fucking plant evidence. We'll put you in jail. We'll lie. We'll send CSIS agents up and down the fucking country, finding people in every province. We'll intimidate their families, their wives. We'll make their fucking children afraid. We'll follow them. We'll fuck sick antifa on them we'll have them taking pictures of their fucking houses we'll all work together we will we'll do a full court press of of of, of media attacks and we'll fucking we'll do anything anything i mean it's not looking good you guys aren't making a very good case to me as uh as being the good guy and you don't understand why everyone's coming over here because it's true that's all i can say because it's true And there are only two things preventing people from understanding why it's true. Ignorance and fear. They're either too afraid to face what's really going on because they probably have been personally invested. I mean, especially if they've been on the other team this whole time, cheerleading all these... The the shablingade and the boosters and all of everything... they've been supporting it and cheerleading it this whole time so they're invested their ego is invested because if that's wrong they're wrong and if that's a criminal thing then they're a criminal thing do you see how they're married to this they're 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 attached to the ship and the only thing i can say to these people is you need to let it go you have to let it go it seems insane it seems like you'll never be forgiven it seems like you can't possibly come back from the amount of shit that you've done but it's not true it's never too late and i fucking promise you and i'm telling you right now there's MPs that listen to this there's big time cops that listen I'm talking to you you can get out you can get out and you can say just just open hand we're right here because as much as 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 one of these people has done as much damage as they may have done as as guilty as they may feel as as whatever the fuck it is as scared as they may be what's that is being mad at you is nowhere near as important as being mad at it and destroying it, the assist, the overall you know nightmare in which we're being endured. So if you have the guts, if you have the audacity, if you have the fucking giant stones to break ranks and and flip the bird to your own team and go, oh, you guys mother, you motherfuckers lied to me. I'm going, I'm going with them. No one is going, no one is going to show, no one will turn you away. No one. No, no one that's no one that's over here on, the, on my side of the woods anyway, because that's respectable. That takes guts. That takes courage, and we respect that. Because to be on the other side as angry and as vitriolic as everything has become, obviously, 
we've been enduring this for years and they're just starting to feel it now and they're afraid and they're apprehensive to put their hand up and go, yeah, maybe I'm on the wrong team because they don't want to be fucking attacked and assaulted as a traitor and you know all this kind of shit, right? Do you want to win or do you want to be petty? Am I pleased that, that, that people like this and you know, who, some of you people are naming names in the chat. It doesn't matter to me. Am I pleased that you've done the things you've done? No. Would I, would I want you to keep doing it? No. Am I angry or, or, or insulted or potentially? Maybe yes. But this is this big to me compared to what I was just talking about. Do you understand? I'll die for this. This is for everything. This is for all the marbles. This, is a, this affects how this turns out affects my children. Like the primary, uh, if, if I'm not doing it for, for that, what the fuck am I even doing? Your personal failings are nothing to me. And in fact, I would respect, I would respect the balls on you to put your hand up and go, you know what? I kind of want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, I'm jumping off of, off of, off of, uh, you know, crazy towns plane. Will, will you guys catch me? Yes, absolutely. We will. We may slap you a bit. And people will make fun of you, and you'll get pushed in the bushes. And when you go to take a leak, like uh, Greg Arcade will kick you in the back, and you'll fly into a thorn bush, and we'll laugh, and then somebody will pick you up and be like, yeah. But in the end, you know, you will be accepted, and it'll be okay. I'm just, I'm just being honest, <laughs> okay? It's not, I didn't say it would be easy. I didn't say, well, you don't get it for free. I mean, you fuck these people over forever, right? But it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. And I understand that. So if you got the guts. For the first time in Britain. No, Paul, we're not going to talk about that, but we will. Uh, Man on the Mountain says, if you do not take an interest in the affairs of your government, then you are doomed to live under the rule of fools. There's so many different translations. There's one that says, if you don't... uh, you don't care to get involved in politics is consent to being ruled over by your inferiors. Same kind of thing. Basically, you don't have as much of a vested interest in your own life and fate and future enough to care about it, so you just let other men deal with it. You let other men deal with your future? Really? Sorry, but I kind of look down on you. <laughs> you know? Like, how do you not care about what's going on? I, it blows my mind. Uh, Mr. Chow, thank you very much, sir. And Beardy McBeardface says, what if there are groups perhaps embedded obscurely within three-letter agencies in the United States, four letters in Canada, who know that if they, they identify a hundred or so mentally ill people and whisper things in their ear, they can get one or two to go out and wreak havoc. Those people are evil if they do pursue those kinds of things. I know exactly what you're saying. And if they do, you know, God help them because it uh, won't, won't be anybody here on earth. much clicking too much clicking where do we uh there's so much going on (laughs) i'm all turned around now i mean is this what we want to be doing major u.s celebrity i mean not like she was but everybody knows especially if you're over the age of fucking probably 27 knows who kathy griffin is and she just decides to go on Twitter. If I said this, I could be arrested. But she's Kathy Griffin, and she plays for the other team. So she's allowed to say, if you don't want a civil war, uh, vote for Democrats in November. If you do want a civil war, vote Republican. So she's threatening people that 
identify and value the right-wing Republican platform that speaks to them as people and that is what they believe in and that's what they want. She says they should, then we will have war if you believe that. They, there is no tolerance at all. This is not a party or, or a people of tolerance. This is a people of power and control and anyone that threatens that is an enemy to be stepped on and destroyed and enchained. I like to, I like sometimes to like, like, inve- I, I like investing. That was something I, I really thought was fun, you know, picking the winners and, and, and trying to get in on stuff. And um, I've talked about Sam Hyde before. I think he's a very, he's very intelligent, very, very funny. I respect what he does. He's a very unique kind of comedian. And uh, his, his, the trolling that he does, it's just, I could do a whole show on him, you know, but I, but I won't, I won't waste your time. But it's very funny, and, and I just, I really respect uh, what he does. But he said a lot of things over the years, as I have. One of them that's always stayed with me because it just has, because I, th- I think it's one of the truest things he's ever said. He says, uh, when we win, when we win, because he believes we will, and as do I, when we win, do not forget that these people want you broke, dead, your kids raped and brainwashed, and they think it's funny. You think he's wrong? They're openly threatening you with war now. Will she be reprimanded? No. Will she be canceled? No. Will she be denounced? No. No, in fact, the president himself of the United States can, can say that uh, the vast the, the majority of the, of the population are enemies of the state. He's allowed to say that. What does that encourage people to do? A poll says the majority believe the president's MAGA extremist speech, a dangerous escalation in rhetoric designed to incite conflict. I have to agree. More than 70% of Democrats said it is acceptable messaging to brand Trump supporters as violent extremists. So that means 30% of them can be saved. All right. 30% of the enemy is savable. Very good. A poll of Americans, uh, American voters has found the majority believe the president's battle for the soul of the nation speech. He's got that right. He's not wrong about that. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, except they think, you know, they're, they're supporting the good guys. They're, you're, you're supporting the most evil force uh, of people that has ever lived. Now, while you understand this, for no, I'm not saying this because I, I have no political agenda. I'm not really, I mean... I hated everybody. <laughs> I hated both sides because they're all liars and they're all thieves and they all fucked us over. But to just kind of highlight, do you know who these people are? Do you really? Do you know what he's done? Do you know who this man is? I do. Do you know who the people around him are and what they've done and what his friends have done? And I am talking rivers of blood, destroyed countries, millions of dead trillions of dollars stolen criminal acts that you would blow your mind Uh, and a lot of these people on left simply can't even fathom how heinous and insane they are because it is it is hard to grasp because it's it the magnitude of it is is disturbing to say the least
They're offering you comfort and support because you know you're weak, and I don't want you to be weak. I don't want people to be weak. I want them to be strong. So my children and my friends and family live in a world and live in a nation of strong people. That should anything happen to me, I can count on my people to take care of you know, the people I care about most. That's not where I live now. I live in a scary place where weak, soft people are listening to psychopaths like this guy and think he's the good guy. Despite all the openly available open source information that implicates him and everyone around him in the amount of death that, I mean, you could pile skulls as high as Mount Everest. It's, it's tragic. It says the battle for the soul of the nation's speech, which uh, he was bathed in blood red light and flanked by United States Marines, no less, was purposely designed to incite conflict. Um... Found that overall, close to 57% of Americans believe the speech constituted a dangerous escalation, vast majority, further highlighting the polarization in the United States. Over 89% of Republicans and 62% of independents feel the speech was designed to incite conflict. Everybody's moving towards that side. Uh, 18.7% of Democrats said the message is divisive. So they're on that side too. They're bleeding people every day. They're throwing a temper tantrum and they don't know what else to do. Because they can't, again, they can't accept that they've made a mistake. They can't accept that they're the bad guy. Especially those people at the top. They went all in. Like, this is what all in people do. They'll fight to the, de- to the end, to the death. The game and the play is for the people in the middle that aren't married to either side. And they're just, they're just trying to get by. They're just trying to survive. And I bet you're thinking that, don't worry, it'll go away and tomorrow's going to be better. It's not. Not without your help. And you think maybe, oh, I'll just keep my head down and do what I'm told. It'll leave me, leave me alone. No, it won't. No, it won't. Because someday, people, people, like, people like this cannot be satiated. There, there is no, there's no enough. There's, there's, no, there's no top of the mountain for them. There's no retirement age. They'll take it all forever. They'll never stop. And at some stage, something they want to do is going to be in conflict with what you want to do. And when you try to say no, because this is something you're uncomfortable with and you don't want to do, who's going to be there to have your back? Who's going to support you? That's the, that's the argument. That's the problem. It's, you know, they like to... Narrow it down to the issue. It's the honking, the noises. They're jingling keys in front of you because they think you're stupid. The problem is, this is the real problem. The problem is not the lockdowns. The problem is not the vaccines. The problem is not the mandates. The problem is not the government's rhetoric. The problem is is not the We Charity scandal. The problem is not the the Aga Khan Island scandal. The problem is not the Hunter Biden laptop. The problem is not, the problem is not, the problem is not. The problem is... These people are doing to us whatever they want, and nobody was asked if this was okay. Not once did they say, hey, what do you guys think? They just said that they are just going to do, and that is not okay. That is not a democracy. That is a dictatorship. They're telling you how it is, and it is to be, and go. No discussion, no debate, no back and forth, nothing. Simply fall in line, do as you're told, or again, the whip and the baton will be extended towards you, and you will be it. So what if you agree with it now? But I, but I agree with what it's telling everyone to do. That's nice. Uh, you, you, you shouldn't agree with its ability to tell people what to do. 
to this level. This is crazy. And if you're okay with this, I fucking promise you, and I guarantee you, someday, someday soon, they're going to do something else. Look how many, look how huge this side has grown. How many people have joined and, and, and changed their minds and been affected in one way or another? Or maybe you're one of the family members of this 19-year-old hockey player that just dropped dead out of the blue, and now you're starting to have some questions. I and none of us will hold a whip or a fist over your head. We hold an open hand, and they hold, they hold the weapons, and they hold the pain and the punishment and the abuse for daring to ask any questions. Whose side do you really want to be on and look inside your heart and who do you really think is is telling you the truth around here who is risking things who is taking punishment who is taking fire who's getting thrown in jail who's who why for for the wrong opinions the problem is they do without asking we were never asked for any of this they just did it. That is, a, that is relinquishing full authority to someone else to just do as they please with no second guessing. And if you think that's okay, you may think that now, but I guarantee you, you're, you're, you're just being played. And when we're destroyed and we are gone and we are out of the way, maybe they will. Maybe they will succeed. Let's pretend they do. Maybe you guys all get your way. You know, we all get reprogrammed. We go to re-education camps and we all disappear. And everyone just lives happily ever after in an Antifa festival of rainbow flags and, you know, 79,000 genders. And every, it's, it's wonderful. It's great. And everybody's eating cricket hamburgers and living in pods. And, you know, can't turn your heat up over 19 degrees because it's against the law like it is in Switzerland soon. It's not going to end there. Next, there will be there will be more requirements. There will there will never be an end to the pursuit of power until they are at the level of God. And sooner or later, somewhere through that process, you will say, "I'm not comfortable with this," and they'll just simply shoot you in the face. And as you lie, you know, breathing your last breaths and choking on your own blood as it filters down, you know, through the the hole in your skull and into your neck and everything else in horror of what has just happened, you're going to remember this and you're going to remember, son of a bitch, I should have said something a long time ago when those crazy trucker people were trying to warn me. not how people are supposed to live it's not Thank you very much. Since no one gets on the truck, unless it's the truck to Diagonal, come on over. The bridge is down and the moat is closed until the last days. They're not your friends. They're not your friends. They're the devil. I'm trying to reason with you. Who else does that? Why would I do that? Unless I really truly believed in what I'm saying. 
stand in front of me and look me in the eye. We are, uh, we are unfortunately going to feel the wrath of hell, I think, uh, unfortunately. But, um, you know, it's okay. <laughs> hard bed and hard times, you know, it's, it's going to be good for us. Where do I go next? That's a good one. Interest rates. Let's talk with this for a minute. Because I, re- I feel bad for these guys and their families and... Um, I haven't paid as, enough attention to it as I should have just because, I mean, what is there to say until they say something that I find, you know, fucked up so I can counter it. As always, I maintain on the lives of my children and my soul that I have no fucking idea that what went on in Alberta. None. If it is true that some people conspired in a in a plot to murder, you know, cops. You know, it wasn't just like drunk talk and guys shooting, you know, blowing off steam. I mean, they were literally like they're moving making they're they're going for it. They're they're trying to put something together here for real. That is that is obviously not something I support. I would never green light that and say, you know, like, there's no, or- if I was in a room of people that were like, this is, yes, we'll just fucking kill them. Yeah, we'll grab them and kill them. I'd be like, okay, okay, no, 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 no. That is not, uh, call me crazy, but I don't feel like that's going to go anywhere good for anyone. Because uh, I like, to, again, I like to play the long game. Generally, the people of Canada would not react well to a bunch of police officers being kidnapped and murdered. It's not, you're not going to look good. It's not a, nope, nope. Next, next, next plot. Please, next nefarious terror plot. That one's no good. <laughs> I don't know anything, and neither do they. Um, I've only talked to one. I only know one of them, and I've talked to him, and I feel so bad for the guy because they use me as a... I feel like he's in there because of me. I feel like because uh, he's associated with me, and we've had pictures together, and I've met him a couple of times at barbecues and so on, and uh, you know, I met his kids, and... He was a, a, a fan and supporter of the podcast and everything that they decided that this was a this was a way to tie something together to make it look like something else. Unless he's got a secret double life that I don't know about. He's got no criminal record. There's no, you know, but we'll see. Here's another a new article from uh, Global News talking about the Coots blockades collected firearms to use against police. And, and, I'll, and I'll leave it I don't really want to read through the whole thing. We all know the story. There's nothing new in here except for a couple of words. One of them is in the title. See a ledge? There's a fun thing you can do on your computer. Watch this. You press control F, right? And see here? A ledge. A ledge. Zero of eight, which means in this article, the word allege appears eight times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
Alleged, allegedly, alleged, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Let's try another word. Let's try believe. We believe. Five times the word believe appears. I believe. I also believed. Police said they believed. Police believed. And I further believe. Believe, believe, alleged, 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 believe, alleged. Once again, to the law enforcement I know that are watching this and to everyone else, I, I fully understand and, and, and I gather that I they hold me responsible for the messages and the things that I say. And if they are indeed guilty and there is convincing proof that that is the case, then I, I will have to, you know, eat crow and say I was wrong. And it turns out these guys are, you know, sons of bitches. But when I see articles like this and I see the word alleged and believe appear numerous times, there's no evidence. There's just people saying shit. I tend to get a little, I tend to be suspicious, especially again. And I do feel bad because, you know, I I know people that are, that are, that are cops. I know people that are in the RCMP and I know people in, in, you know, because I'm 36. I've been doing this kind of career of, you know, guns and people getting shot and escalation of force. And, you know, I was in the military a long time. And you know what? A parallel career to the military is the police. Everyone knows that. It's always been that way. So there is a fair amount of guys I know from my time in the military that are now police officers and, and we're buddies. And there's a lot of police officers that identify with the things that I say. And I apologize, you know, in the past, if I've... It's fucking hard, guys, right? <laughs> it's hard not to hate all of you. It is. And they, and they want it that way. Um, but I'm just leaving the door open for those of you that, that know who you are and know who you are on the inside. You know what you've done and you know you're not a bad guy and you know you're not part of this fucking shit. That, that's cool. And I, you know, I love you guys. And there's a lot of them out there that are, that are doing that kind of stuff. But you got to understand that this, is, this doesn't look good. I mean, let, let's look at the, you want to talk about the Porta Peak situation, man? I mean, I know cops that I've talked to that have quit because of that. We're like, I, it's so bad. I quit. Uh, one of them told me, if, if, <laughs> to my face, not the one that I talked to last, most recently, in case he's watching. That's not who I mean. <laughs> Someone else said, if this ever gets out, it's the end of the RCMP. Not good. And you've got, uh, you know, the High River, uh, High River Alberta stuff. You've got the Picton Pig Farm. You've got all these things. So what's happening now and this is an honest attempt. I'm trying to influence for, for the good, for the positive, any way that I can. And, you know, if it's the people watching, monitoring me, trying to catch me and put me in jail, even if it's you, I, 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 I don't care. You have to understand that a minority of, of corrupt, lazy, I have to know that the current police commissioner is not a popular person at all. In fact, I was told there was a, a short list of uh, strong, capable people to be chief of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and they just went ahead and skipped all that and uh, put the fucking quiche pie dumpster fire that's in there now in charge so a lot of them aren't happy you're risking the legacy of the organization that you work for you're risking your own personal reputation because if this kid keeps getting worse the rot and the corruption at the top of your tree is permeating down and it's ruining everything it's ruining public trust people don't like you not only they don't like you they're afraid of you and they don't trust you and it's getting worse and if you don't do something about this if you don't start to choose to act to stop this poison 
to stop this corruption and stop these lies, then this could destroy everything. I mean, what happens when the Canadian public no longer has faith in the national police? They look at you like the enemy. Like, do you want, do you want an IRA situation on your hands? I don't want this. That, I mean, life's funny. Ghostbusters, as I grew up as a kid, was my favorite thing. It was the first, it was the first thing I remember loving. I was like three years old or two years old. The first thing I ever really loved that wasn't my mommy and my dada, you know, when I'm a two-year-old and a diet three years old, was Ghostbusters. I've seen that movie a hundred times and I've watched it with my children a hundred times and they love it and they dress up as them as Halloween and they, you know, it's just a great film. It's got a good message. It's got everything about it. The first ghost, but the second one's pretty good too. The first one though, it's a masterpiece of a film. And that metaphor is so perfect. Government comes downstairs, do this. And then the police, the bureaucrats are in the middle like, I don't know about this. Do what I say or else. Don't do it. If you do that, I am not going to be held responsible for what happens. What you're doing, I'm trying to stop you from making a disastrous, you know. What else? What else can I do? I don't like this. I don't want to hate you guys. I don't want the country to be like, kill all the police. Like, I don't want that to happen. I want to live in a world where when I see a police officer with a Canadian flag on his shoulder, I want to be like, fucking, we are in good hands. That's what I want. I want to look towards the leadership of the country. I want to see the prime minister and the tre- and the, the treasury, the minister of finance, the, the the minister of national defense. I want to see these people, the, the top general, the top cop, the top, you know, the health secretary, uh, minister, the, all of these people. I want to look at them and I want my genuine, honest assessment and feeling to be, I wish I could be half as impressive as these people. I, I wish I could be that that great. And it's not an ego. I, I've met people like that. I, I meet people all the time that are so much better than smarter than me and so much more capable. And I also want to just take a second to say thank you to um, some people, uh, many of them that remain nameless and then never will be named because, you know, I get all the attention, but I also get all the, the abuse uh, for, for my role in this. And, and maybe some of you guys do too, and I feel bad for that, the blowback some of you guys receive. There is a lot of people out there working diligently and getting real shit done in real life. I mean, making shit happen. And you're never going to know their names. And I just want them to know that I love them. And and I, I see what they're doing and I, you know, it's the quiet professionalism of a warrior, you know, to to do something and not not seek a reward for it and not seek recognition. I'm doing it because it's the right thing. I'm not going to get anything out of this. In fact, I may, you know, receive punishment or abuse because of this, but I'm doing it because it's the right thing. And that's what they do every day. And, uh, you know, you guys are awesome. So I guess what I'm saying is the struggle and the battle now, and, and it's been said like this a long time. It is, it is a spiritual war. It, that This is what it comes down to. It comes down to right and wrong. It comes down to, to who, who, you know, where do you stand? Whose side are you on? At night when it's dark and you're by yourself and you're going to lay down and go to bed, whatever it is, take the minute and ask yourself, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
This is this is real life. We now live in a country because trust me, I I don't feel good about this. I don't like the fact that I used to be a man that had a obviously you're flawed. I understand that. I was in the military. Trust me, I get it. There's a piece of shit there too. But I trusted and respected the police in general. And now I've seen them trample people with horses and beat them and and lie about it. And have the media lie about it and lie about these mass murders and cover it. Whoa, whoa. I can't unsee these things, guys. No one can. So if you're in this apparatus, if you're if you're in the the secure, I don't care wherever you're at, the police, the intelligence people, you know, whatever the hell it is, you're living, <laughs> you're living in a world, your world, where the boat you're on, which isn't big enough, these people are 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 punching holes in it. There are people on your boat that that are pretending to be one of you, but they're not. They're punching holes in the boat and they're going to destroy everything and we're all going to fucking drown. We're all going to go down. You, me, everybody. You're coming with us. And you're in the unique position. The unique position in space and time. The planets aligned. The right constellation. Your horoscope came up. Whatever it is. You're sitting there in that office and you're direct. You're right there. You could do something. But you could you could decide to. What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you, are you really going to tell me this is okay? What? Guys, what is this? The Prime Minister is getting us ready for never-ending boosters. Oh, really? You can't, you can't believe this. COVID's not done with us yet. Urging Canadians to get boosted every six months to avoid restrictions, lockdowns, and mandates this winter. He's threatening people again! He said 80 to 90% of the Canadians need to be up to date with their vaccinations for this to happen. This man is insane. It's all an act and you fucking know, especially in the RCMP. You guys know this. You know this. I've talked to some of you guys that have fucking worked. You know what, what a piece of shit this guy is. Do you see what, do you understand what's at stake? What? Something needs to be done and we can't do it. Somebody's got to do something. You can't look the other way forever as this goes on. How many sudden deaths have to happen? How many? I know some of your own colleagues are going down with heart conditions and blood clots. You think that was fucking came out of nowhere? Dude, he, they know what they're doing. He's getting rich. He's invested in one of these companies. What is it? Aquitas AC. Q-U-I-T-A-S. I don't know what the hell it's called. British Columbia is launching a, a new uh, 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 COVID surge expected in November. So there's a booster campaign. Oh, another. What wave is this? 27, 28. You guys are not stupid. Come on. I'm I'm begging you from the depths of my soul as a genuine, sincere human being to please, for they literally the love of God. 
Rub your eyes and do whatever you got to do and see what is right in front of your face. You're just, you're just going to march along with this? You've got no questions. You've got no second thoughts. Just. We're going to usher in and support a, a world, a society, a government that just does whatever it's told to do what it says or else. Do what it says or else. It's not unique to us. It's, it's not unique to Canada. It's a global thing. It, this, is, this is the war. This is the final war for the soul of humanity is what this is. I know that sounds hyperbolic and crazy. Compare me to Alex Jones. I don't care. It's true. I believe it. It's true. This is Sweden. And they say in the news in Sweden, um, the psychological defense agency, whatever that is, says... Effective disinformation is basically true. Uh, The agency's Henrik Landeholm made the confusing comments during the course of an interview with the London Times. He said, quote, good information is actually not false. Good 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 disinformation is actually not false. Good disinformation is basically true and only somewhat tweaked. The context of the piece was the often made assumption that Russia is helping to spread disinformation in order to exploit polarization and so division in European countries like Sweden. This all begs the question, if effective disinformation is basically true, how is it disinformation? How is the truth disinformation? They betray their own intentions and their methods and their strategies when they open their mouths. Everything they speak is a lie. They've gotten so committed to the lie that they are now, this is, I know this sounds insane. This is real life. This is where you live. This is 1984 Orwell year two. We're already in it. And state authorities are saying good disinformation is basically true. But it's, the truth is disinformation is what this man said. If you really, if you want to make it simple, the truth is disinformation. What? What? Pardon, excusez. Por favor. C'est caliente. I'm, I'm confused. The truth is disinformation. They know what the truth is. They know they're lying. They know they're lying. They know, well, it's basically true, but it's bad. Why is it bad? Well, because it's not what I want to believe. Because the Russians are saying it. If it's the fucking truth, I don't care if it came out of the mouth of the... I don't care if if Kim Jong-il said so. If it's true, it's true. And we can't live as a society. We can't live as people. What are we doing? How do you live in a world that's not true if everything's a lie? The CIA said that. They said the day that every everything that everyone believes is not true is the day that we've succeeded in our mission. Why? 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 Who do you serve? 
Who do you serve that that is your objective? What kind of person are you that that what you serve and what the what you pursue is to pull the wool over the eyes of hundreds of millions of billions of people and have them live in a world of lies so you can control them and you think you're a good person. You've lost your mind. You've lost your way. You're in the grips of an evil force. This is fucking crazy. There can be no invention. There can be no creation. There can be no advancement. There can be no benevolent forward progress of the human race if everything everyone believes is a fucking lie. My God, why, how are we in this position where this needs to even be said? We're at this point where where the government can just lie to us and say, well, it's a lie, but it's the truth we want you to know. And that that's disinformation. It's basically true, but it's wrong because we don't like it. So don't listen to it. <sighs> Thanks for saying the quiet part out loud and the loud part out quiet. Mr. Henrik, whatever your name was. Definitely not Hem- Hem- Henrik Palmgren and uh, the lovely Lana Lochtaff at Red Ice TV. They won't lie to you. And this is, this is how we win. It's such a simple quote, but it's so true. And that's why they target. And listen, I'm not complaining. I, I, I figured and understood this would happen. That's why I'm not afraid of anything. I, didn't, I anticipated all of this. You know, they're doing this to me because of, because of what I do and who I am. And they're not just doing it to me. They're doing it to people all over the world. In a time of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. Because the truth will upend the, the, the order of everything, of all things. If everything is built on and predicated on a lie, if what you believe is true, how you're living your life, who's bad, who's good, what, you know, how everything works, if it's, if it's lies, hearing the truth will dismantle all of that. It did that for me. It did that for me when I was in the military and I believed a lot of nonsense. And I knew it was shallow and I knew it was hollow and I knew it didn't have any real weight to it. And when I started to really look for myself and listen to people who knew a lot more about these topics than anyone I've ever spoken to before, had a lot more to say with a lot more evidence and a lot more references and citations and, and pictures and video and audio and all of this kind of stuff, I realized, oh my God, I live in a world of lies and I had to swallow that and eat that. And that's the world we live in. The world we live in now is uh, Switzerland saying it might jail anyone who heats rooms over 19 degrees Celsius. How about that, commies? Is that something you agree with? Are you willing to let your children be cold because global warming? It's not happening. It's not. They're not genuine. They're flying around in their jets and their yachts and everything. They don't care. It's, It's all fake. It's all fake. They are using you to trick you as a willing participant in destroying and in destroying the rest of civilization. I'll use a metaphor you can understand. How do you think the uh, the the you know you know are you familiar with what, what, what the Einsatzgruppen is? The Einsatzgruppen was the the follow on force that would pursue uh, or, or follow behind the Wehrmacht on their march or, uh, east into Russia and would uh, you know liquidate people and so on. And they thought they were doing the right thing because, well, the government says, obviously not, you know, but they, they were roped into it. 
And once you go so far, to turn around and go back seems like an impossible task, doesn't it? But, you know, we want to, everybody wants to live in a world where the government can say, your house has to be a certain temperature or we'll put you in jail. Because climate change, because of, because of the war. And here's a guy everybody hates. Or, well, we don't, but they do. Because they hate people that tell the truth. And who's laughing now? They laughed at him. They laughed at Donald, President Trump when he said this to the German chancellery. He said, listen, you, you're entirely dependent on the Russians. They need, for, if they decide to cut you off, you're fucked. And they laughed and said, that, that'll never happen, bro. That'll never happen, bro. It's exactly what's happening now. And uh, they're looking at a disaster. No one knows what to do. There's, no, there's not going to be any fuel or power or heat for, for German families this winter now. Good thing Orange Man bad. They tricked you, and now the people of Germany will suffer because of the lies you've been fed, the lies you believed. What's real? What is real? Who cares about you? If they're telling you real things, the truth that you can depend on to be real and be true... Uh, then you will navigate and, and choose and make decisions accordingly with accurate intelligence. You'll make smart, informed decisions. Instead, you're making decisions that other people are telling you are going to result in this, like, you know, freezing to fucking death. How did he know? Because he was telling you the truth. Germany will become totally dependent on Russian energy if it does not immediately change course. Laughing at him. Oh my God, highly misleading, they said. Germany only imports a fraction of its energy. Here in the Western Hemisphere. They pulled an actually. To maintaining our independence from the encroachment of expansionist foreign powers. Who's laughing now? Not the people of Germany. They should be pretty mad about that. You know? And now in Europe, you've got this. Europeans are mad with anger and it will soon worsen. It's going to worsen. And it worsens because, again, the quote, you know, evil succeeds because good men do nothing. When they make this your health minister, no one objects. No one says the obvious. They will go. This is this is cartoonishly, you know, too far. No one has no one has reined this in and said enough's enough. These are the health ministers. Are you kidding? Leadership down permeates downward, doesn't it? And they're so disingenuous. So you've got the conservative leadership uh, convention coming up soon. I mean, I don't even know if I can I can do that. I'm going to play this in a second. Uh, Jacqueline, how are you? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well. Does the RCMP lie and the others swear to it as part of the oath they take to each other? Coots is all just a figment of their fucking imagination. They're going to have a hard time with the judge. I don't know what's going to happen, but the, just like in America, the fate of this, the soul of this country is uh, being wrestled for right now. 
Amber Button says, uh, I'm from Sask and have been having fun uh, to explain to people over this week why it's important to have the right to self-protection and why owning firearms and not giving them up matters, especially when you live in the middle of nowhere. Absolutely. Because the government position has always been not that there should be no guns, but they should have all the guns. That's not a... That's exploitation. That is a path to slavery. Uh, Robert O'Leary says, uh, Sarge, I just had to show, I just had your show on mute in front of the kids. My nine-year-old asked, Daddy, is he your friend? I said, I think so. Probably. Then she asked, does he have any kids my age? And if he does, can I be friends with them? I said, I hope so. They must be good people uh, like us. Brother, you have to come to Alberta. I We've talked about it, and uh, their mom and I have talked about that recently. And Listen, nobody wants to leave, but sooner or later, uh, you know, Things just may have to happen. And, you know, she's not comfortable with how things are developing in this province. Neither am I. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, you're nine-year-old. I have an eight-year-old. They can, they can definitely be friends. <laughs> I've got a few other ones, too. Um, cheers to you guys. Anderson Paladin says, born to honk. It's a good thing to be born to do. Everybody should be born to honk. The honking will continue. So, um... Where was I? <laughs> the anger. And it, it will worsen. Will it? Will it really worsen? Charles uh, gave, or Gave, blasts the leaders for destroying the European economy as it is happening all over the world. Tucker Carlson posits that it's being done intentionally, and I can't disagree with that. Um... Predicting that the cost of living protests in the Czech Republic and Germany will spread around the continent. A prominent economist warns that European citizens are mad with anger and it will worsen. On Saturday, over 70,000 people took the streets of Prague to demand an end to weapon supplies neutrality regarding the conflict in Ukraine. Listen, you're sending your money and you're sending your treasure and things you need to keep your people healthy and fed and looked after. You're sending it to another fucking country to funnel it through a money laundering situation. We all know what's going on. To something hundreds of thousands of miles away that has nothing to do with them. How? And you're surprised... And you're fucking surprised. Let me just make sure I enunciate this properly. Fuck Ukraine. I don't give a shit. I do not fucking care at all. There is wars happening all over the world all the time. You don't care about Ukraine? Where were you on Somalia? Where were you on Sudan? Where were you on any, you Yemen? Have you heard of Yemen? Have you heard of any of the other genocides we've been funding for the last 20 fucking years? And now you're going to come up here and roll up my face and, and virtue signal and guilt me about not caring about the common people of the world as we've been firebombing and napalming and running them over and arming their enemies and funding their enemies and running naval blockades and giving all kinds of technology to the fucking Israelis and everybody else to just run roughshod over the whole African continent in the Middle East at our behest at our will and you're going to come up here now and wave your ukrainian flag and look at me and say how dare you not support the ukrainians you're so lost you couldn't find your way home if you were drunk in your own front yard you have no fucking clue what's going on and you support the worst people in the absolute fucking world so absolutely fuck you fuck ukraine fuck Zelensky, fuck you and fuck all your money laundering pieces of shit i don't care at all i don't care And you people, these people don't even care. They only care about power. And I'll prove it to you here in a second. They only care about power. It's the only thing that matters to them. That's why they do everything that they do. Because could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? 
deliberately signing up and joining and going over to the liberal party or the Democrats, the United States to then subvert what they believe because it's not what you to try and make sure they pick the right people that want what you want. You're that means you don't believe in anything. You won't even stand in your own camp. You're willing to lie about who you are to manipulate and influence what other people believe. The sovereign, independent, free-thinking people you need, you feel as though you have to go control what they think and what they fucking select, and you think you're the good guy. Wow. Let's listen to Clark Free Clarky for a minute here. You know, Evan, I'm a lifelong liberal, but I joined the conservative party so I could vote. Uh, because I felt like it was my civic duty to make Jesus. sure that we were supporting candidates who care about the things we hold in common. P- uh, candidates who aren't just dividing us, who aren't... Sorry, the things who holds in common. Because the things you hold are not the things that I hold. And you, and you think you need to tell me how I need to live. You do not represent me. You and I are not the fucking same. You are the enemy. Fuck you. Get out of my house. You don't get to make you son of a bitch. I mean, my God, these people. The audacity of it. We would never do it. We're all going to go pretend to be liberals. So they vote. Oh my God. They're as shallow as an empty pool. Candidates who care about the things we hold in common. Candidates who aren't just dividing us, who aren't setting, you know, setting provinces against one another. Like we see between Alberta and Quebec now. Yeah. And who did that exactly? And they think we don't see what they're doing. That we we have no idea. We're all just stupid and we're all just going to just watch it happen. I don't like where we're going. Getting kind of freaked out. What are you going to do? We tried. Click clack. Do what they say or else they'll make you do what they say. They'll do anything. They're not above anything. Things will get worse before they get better, I'm afraid. They will eventually, but um, the fact we've made it this far and that we're still here is a, is a testament to something. There is no possible way. You can't sit there. If you're, a, if you're an objective, intelligent, mature person that lives in real life, listen... Uh, you know, I come off a lot of ways that, you know, a lot of this is, you know, it's, 
I'm trying to entertain people for three hours. You know, you think I'm just going to sit here and monotonely talk about my day? No, nobody, nobody cares, you know? And, uh, you know, I conduct myself differently, obviously, when I'm talking to other people. I'm in someone else's house. I, you know, I, you know, follow their lead and you know, try to not intrude too much on someone else's home. I'm a guest. But, uh, I live here. This is my house. And, uh, Circulon deserves a better class, a criminal. I'm going to give it to him. Ha, 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 ha. It's just so disrespectful. And there's no way it's going to end well. They're not choosing... Any sane person should be able to understand... A meritocracy is best for everybody, right? Not so much the United Kingdom, because the United Kingdom, which is a country that, I mean, according to Paul Watson, he may be off a little bit, but uh, Canada is roughly, what is it, 80% white people, 81%, something like that. I think the United Kingdom, 87, that seems high to me, but it may be true. Everyone in an authority position in the United Kingdom's government is not a white man. Every single one. They're either white females or they're non-white females or non-white men. Every one of them. And they're very proud of that fact. They consider it an accomplishment. So they consider it an accomplishment that they've created an entire cabinet that consists of no white men. Why is that an accomplishment? When your country is 87% white men, or white people, rather, why, why is it good that the, the vastly overwhelming majority of the people are, are not part of the leadership cast of that country? Why is that, a, why is that something to celebrate? It doesn't make any sense. If Japan was, was, Japan's government was entirely populated with people from Africa, would that make any sense to anyone? It's being done for political reasons, it's, you know, diversity, quote, all, all of this shit. We're so woke, look how diverse we are. So you're willing to put people in positions they're not qualified for, and yeah, the health minister for one, and the prime minister for two. This woman doesn't even know where she is. She's an imbecile. You just, they're just there because, because woke. You have, what's the population of Great Britain? 80 million? 75 million, something like that. That's how many people are depending on them to make the right decisions. And you're choosing people for those incredibly uh, powerful and, 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 and mantles of responsibility that you're not choosing them based upon their capability, their merit, or their track record, or what they can do, or how they, their vision, or their ideas, or their strength of care. You're basing it primarily upon what they fucking look like. Am, am I, is that correct? That's what we're doing. We're doing costume selection. Oh, I like your skin costume. You should be the president. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's going to end well. Tell us more, Paul. Be right back. For the first time in British history, no great office of state will be held by a white man. Liz Truss's new conservative government contains no white man in a prominent cabinet position. Ha! Take that, leftists. Who are the real racists now? Following on from the Times, The Telegraph became the latest newspaper to commend this as a boon for diversity. Diversity that's not 
quite diverse enough to include white men. In Britain, where the population is 87% white, yeah, not that kind of diversity. Liz Truss forms most diverse cabinet in history with no white males in top jobs. She appointed her key ally, Kwasi Kwarteng, who has gone A in heritage, to the Treasury. James Cleverley, whose mother is from Sierra Leone, was made Foreign Secretary. And Suella Braverman, whose parents are of Indian origin, became Home Secretary. Meanwhile, this is the woman who has been picked to become Health Secretary. Hmm. Now, I'm not trying to be mean. Everyone at some point in their life has struggled with weight gain. But not everyone gets to become the health secretary. It seems to be a common theme. Belgium previously appointed a 20-stone woman as health minister. Maybe the next Chancellor of the Exchequer will be someone with a history of bankrupted businesses and petty theft convictions. Or maybe not. To her credit, Therese Coffey, who is Catholic and anti-abortion, good for her, addressed her critics. She acknowledged that she's not a role model for health, but will do her best in the job anyway. I mean, good luck to her. She can't be any worse than arch-lockdown zealot Matt Hancock, can she? But will Liz Truss be any better than Boris Johnson? The early signs aren't great. The first thing she did upon becoming Prime Minister was to pledge a loyalty oath to the current thing. Prolonging a war 1,500 miles away. And how did Liz Truss address the very real crisis of record numbers of boat migrants arriving in England on a daily basis? A massive security threat, a huge drain on economic resources, a total insult to the very notion of borders and nationhood. Well, she didn't even mention it. No, not a single word. <laughs>
I don't. I who knows? Who knows what to do? The point is, uh, I didn't mean to mute it. I, I, I meant no. I did mean it. It was all. I was just testing you guys to make sure that you were on point. That's all. All that was. Tina G. I said I was seeing. I was testing your guys' lip reading ability. She says much love and respect to you and Morgan, my all time favorite couple. Keep on keeping on, you two. We do. <laughs> she says hashtag fuck around and find out. Godzilla Chain says it's looking like a good time to cash in and 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 bug out to the billion survival compound in New Zealand, billionaire survival compound in New Zealand, while all you useless eaters sort it out. Don't forget to stay up to date and stay boosted. See you later. Yeah, isn't that nice? Camus Key says it is what it is. I hate that phrase. I don't ever want to hear it again. We're almost done. It's almost time. It's almost time to go. Where are we at? What time check, Phil? We're getting close. We're within. We're within sight of the objective. We're almost done. How do we want to finish this off? You know, what are we, what are we doing? I thought I had something here. Health ministers. I mean, these people are insane. Listen to this. This is what is expensive because in these peak demands. Shit. The expensive gas comes into the market. So what we have to do is flatten the curve and uh, avoid the peak demands. You got to avoid the peak demands, guys, because Russia bad, and that's why. Listen, Trump was right. It was an obvious weakness, and they took advantage of it, and now they're fucked because they're stupid, because they're hubris, and they're, they're hubris in their ego, and they think they're so fucking smart. They're not. They're very dumb, and they're having their lunch eaten by every... The East is rising big time and has taken them for a fucking ride, and uh, the people that pay for their mistakes is not going to be them. It's going to be you and I and our children and our neighbors and everyone that comes after. That's who's going to pay for this. She's... This, this clown, all these people... They're going to take off with their pensions and their money and their big salaries and their six six figure, uh, you know, never mind the money they stole and embezzled from all of us during the, the, the great reset fiasco, which may as well be, you know, re-nicknamed, you know, the, the, the heist, the greatest heist of all time. They're not going to pay for this. We are. We're the, we're the ones going to be paying, paying $30 for a loaf of bread. We're going to be paying two seventy five for gasoline. We're going to be choosing between power bills or grocery bills. And how how much can I do less of it? Maybe we just don't turn the power on every couple of days. Maybe we only put or turn it on the weekends, and that's like our treat. You know, that's how we you know make the kids happy. Like, hey, the weekend we can turn the power on and watch TV and you know play video, but we can't afford it the rest of the week because we got to feed you and all that. All that. That's the world that we're descending into because of the uh, mismanagement, idiotic, asleep at the wheel retardation that has been the Western leadership for the last several decades, really. And rather than accept responsibility for what they've done, they expect you to pick up the slack for it and just deal with it and just flatten the curve. I see. To something that was totally avoidable that at least the President Trump tried to warn people of many years ago. And you're going to do your sanctions. Your sanctions have done nothing but destroy our economy and weaken theirs because they prepositioned for this. They knew it was coming. They acted accordingly. The Chinese, India's involved in it, and the Russians, the BRICS alliance, we talked about it here for years. They've been setting this up and stacking gold and buying assets and stacking currency, stockpiling food and resources. They are good to go. They're ready for all of this. And you walked into the trap, shut 
on your head like a dead mouse it's not he doesn't even know he's dead yet you're just sitting there with a broken neck spazzing out trying to tell everybody why it's going to be okay you're already fucked it's already over you already have that you're already face down dick in your ass you may as well just go with it at this point it's too late it, this is happening whether you like it or not and unfortunately there's not much we can do about uh the damage these people have caused what we can do is hold them accountable, and that is what needs to be done. I've had people ask me that, ask me how they can they can help veterans, how they can help this, they can help that. One of the things I you know kind of talked about in, in that article and in other videos and stuff I've done is that you know you know we need help. Like guys are watching this, everything we love and care about uh, go to shit because of people like this. Bureaucrat number whatever whatever it is whatever country, whatever that is, that is every, every government minister lying piece of trash I've ever seen in my life. It is literally the NPC meme. It means nothing to me. I don't care what her name is. I don't need to know what it is. They're all the fucking same to me. These people have sold us out and sold our futures out and disrespected. They might as well just, just bend over and take a big shit right on the war memorial as far as I'm concerned, because they're going to sell us all out and they're not even thinking twice about it. They've already done it. If they're not held accountable for what they've done, if they're not punished for what they've done, then there is nothing stopping the next generation and the next generation and the ne- and it'll just get worse and worse and worse forever and you'll be left with a a society, a people, a civilization potentially that don't that 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 are broken. Broken slave people that just take the beatings and they never even they don't even think about fighting back. They don't even dream of it. They just put their head down, plot around, you know, work the fields, work the machines, pay the taxes, be miserable, take the pills, take the pharmaceuticals, ingest the fake entertainment, sit there with the screens, with your VR pornography, with your AI girlfriend. Every every human need that you have has been artificially met. The need for, you know, creativity and entertainment. Fake. Your food, fake. Your information is fake. Your relationships are fake. Now we've got AI sex robots. Oh, let's have fake fucking wives and husbands too. Let's just have everything fake. We'll just live on screens and pods and eat bugs forever. What could go wrong? They're not doing it. They're they're living on yachts. And flying around on planes, eating caviar, and drinking massive amounts of, uh, of, of your dollars. And in, in, in food, in champagne, and in gourmet meals, flying around the country. They're in Ibiza, they're in Ireland, they're in South America. Oh, I've got another summit to go to in Belgium. I better stop in Amsterdam, bang some whores, do a rail off a stripper's ass, and drink $5,000 worth of very, very expensive champagne on my plane with some whores I found in a country I don't remember, and I'm not sure what their names are. I think they could be spanish well let them off at the next stop in ireland i don't really know who am i i'm the government it's common knowledge that the bills are out there tens of thousands of dollars for what for uh, for pencil sharpeners because all the hard work you do is that what you spend all the money on government pencil sharpeners 
Paper cut bandaging. Oh man, I'm just working so hard on this plane. I happen to be drinking $77,000 worth of taxpayer money because I'm working so hard. They don't care about you at all. And you know why they did it? Because they knew no one was going to do shit. No one was going to hold them accountable. They, they weren't afraid. There was no fear at all. And there needs to be. We will propose a mandatory target for reducing electricity use at peak hours. And we will work very closely with the member states to achieve this. New normal, you like it? Great reset. New normal. The government's going to control how much power you can use. Because they, the Russians have all the energy now. Because of, again, stupidity. And rather than admit that we made a mistake and, and work with the Russians and work with anyone on a way to fix this, for your benefit... Because again, if it were me, very embarrassing for me. <laughs> uh, however, I have millions of people to think about and their futures are at stake. What's more important, my ego and my career or the lives of millions of people not being negatively, potentially grotesquely negatively, negatively affected by my idiocy? Which one do you think is more, is more important? Uh, you know, I know where I would choose, but these people choose themselves over and over and over and over. And everybody just rolls over and takes it. And the few of us out there in the world saying, I'm not going to roll over and take it. I will tear my fucking shirt off and I will bring my big chest out there to the field and say, come and make me motherfucker i dare you i fucking dare you this has to end this need this needs to end I, it's my whole life it's been like this mr chow says after listening to christy clark's st- <laughs> stupid spout off about alberta and quebec i'm livid now i'm getting loaded Time to switch to whiskey. We've been drinking beer all night. Mr. Chow's getting on there. He's getting on it. Camus Key says, don't worry. Europe will be strong soon. The European Eastern Front will soon will be shielded by an impenetrable wall of cinnamon. <laughs> Long live ham hocks. Take that, Putin. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <sighs> Old guard um, has a quote from Sam Adams. He says, if ever the time should come when vain... And aspiring men shall possess the highest seats in government. Our country will stand in need of its experienced patriots to prevent its ruin. Samuel Adams can see the future. Because, you know, maybe, you know, I could be wrong, and I, I probably am. But it's almost like there's, there's two stages. A part of life, anyway. Two different stages. And not everybody makes it to th- through both. Some people don't even make it through the first one. And the first one is figuring out what the hell is going on. What the hell? What the fuck is going on? What's going on, Jerry? You complete that and you, and you come to an enlightened understanding of how the world really is. The true nature of, of, of people. What they're really like. Not what they tell you on TV. Not the stories and the brainwashing and the you know, uh, Greek mythology dressed up as Marvel Avenger comics. Because that's what it is, guys. All these comic book heroes and all this kind of... This is just Greek mythology for grown men. 
hero stories of fantasy worlds and all this kind of stuff. It's all fake. Everything you're being told and programmed, it's fake. All the movies, everything. Oh, I, I watched Saving Private Ryan. I think I know what World War II was like. No, you don't. You know, Nope, it was an entertainment product that was made to sell money. That is not the same thing as being there and experiencing it. And you could listen and talk to those people and understand, but you chose the easy way, the entertainment. People don't even read books. They watch television. I want to watch the movie. I don't want to read the book. Why? Because the book takes longer and it takes mental effort. You have to read the words and then envision them and try to understand them and, and extrapolate the message from them. Watching TV is just watching somebody. You know, it's like porn. You're just, you know. Once you under, understand it, once you see it, you see it. And you'll see other people that see it. And, you know, and then we all see it. And then phase two is, what are you going to do about it? What do you do about it? Because learning how it works is a, is a whole fight in itself. And then once you kind of get an idea of what's actually going on, it's like, well, now what? Well, now that you know, don't you feel compelled to act one way or another? Who do you stand with? What do you side with? There's a struggle going on in the world in which we live that you're now aware of. And you want to go back to, what, watching TV? You want to watch stories? You want to watch adventure stories? You want to watch Lord of the Rings? Oh, Lord, damn rings. Oh, Lord, damn rings. You're going to watch, you're going to go watch the Lord of the Rings series on Amazon? You're going to watch fantasy uh, novels about uh, imaginary worlds of, of, of strong, brave, courageous people overcoming their fears and, and their anxieties and their insecurities and, and risking themselves and putting themselves up. Why, why is it compelling? It's compelling because that's what, you, that's what we all want. We all wish we had the guts. Some people do. And that's, that, that's why they, they dangle, jingle these, chi, these keys in front of your entertainment. They're not offering you anything. You're not learning anything. There's a, there's, a, there's a limit to it. Eventually, you're just being satiated. You're being distracted. You're being numbed down. You're being drugged out. These cartoons, these memes, these things. People, it's just a fat guy in a chair. He's just got garbage, sugary shit food hooked up to him with an IV. Might as well. TV remote might as well be glued to his hand. He doesn't even need to wear clothes anymore. I mean, it's just... Uh, I mean, you, what life is that? Your, li- your life is... You know, especially my haters and everybody else. Your life is observing me and commenting on me. I'm out living my life and doing things that I want to do. And I love it. I, I am not... How would you, man, are you okay? Are you fucking, dude, I fucking love it. This is awesome. As intense and crazy as it is, you know, I, um, it's like from the, it's like from the, the Joker movie, the Joaquin Phoenix one. Really good. Really, really great movie. And there's a line in that movie that I really like. I liked that it was, it was just the way he delivered it and the way he said it, uh, the way it was written, maybe, um, love the movie. Excellent. We're very well made. And there's a power in realizing that you can, you can affect your environment. You can affect the world. I mean, look what we've done. Look what we've done to this country. I can go and take a picture with the wrong person or the right person, and I'm a national news story. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, come on, Dagalon. Come on, guys. So there's a part in the movie uh, for, for less benevolent reasons. However... The realization that you that you exist and that you can actually affect the whole world 
that you're actually you're you're not a spectator. That there's a there's a there's an invisible line or an invisible wall. And I'm saying this because I used to be on the spectator side where I would just watch everything. I watched all these people and channels and this, and I just observed it all. And I would talk shit to my friends about whatever was happening. But I was an observer. I was I was watching. Watch all these shows and then comment on them angrily. Not doing anything. I'm just watching. But you don't have to watch. You can you can I was just a, I was just like everybody else. I was just a guy in a basement and I still am, just like everybody else four or five years ago. And and now there's all of this. Because I chose to I chose to get involved. Anyone can do that. So that you know the quote from the movie is uh what did he say? I used to think that I didn't even exist. But I do. It's profound, you know. It, it I, 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 I resonated with that. And maybe it's because of this. Maybe it's because of our cultural upbringing, or whatever. We, we, there's so much entertainment and distraction. There's so many things to watch. There's so many things to take your attention. There's so many things you can observe, and and you know, video game, whatever it is, where you're just kind of a passive observer. You're not really participating in your own life. You're just plodding along making money to pay taxes, to buy things. You're a drone. You know, which is sad. Like, everyone everyone has, you know, really, I mean, you could be anything. And they've funneled you into this way of thinking and, and, and where you're just going to do whatever. <laughs> what everybody else is doing. And you can feel like you don't even exist. Because do you? Would it matter? I say this as an insult to people sometimes, and I, I mean it half as an insult, and I mean it half as like, wake up. Do you even exist? Honestly, do you exist? If you died tomorrow, would it make any difference? Would it make any difference in the world at all? It should. It should make a big difference. If it doesn't, you're doing it wrong. It does matter, and you do exist, and anybody can... Make all kinds of things happen. Camus says, a man without a government is like a fish without a bicycle. <laughs> Alvaro Koplovich. But there is, I'm going to get out of here in a second, and uh, I thank you guys so much. So many people, especially on Rumble, hung on well over 1,000 all night long, 1,100, 1,200, wild. Thank you guys so much. Uh, big showing on Odyssey for a debut as well. Thank you. Thank you guys. And uh, I, I don't want to give out any names yet, but I'm sure you guys can guess. There's a few platforms I've been talking to <laughs> that are interested in, in having me on there. And we'll just keep expanding the reach because, you know, the Canadian anti-radicalization, anti-truth you know truth people decided that we needed to be canceled and so on, decided. So maybe you'll be following me to some new platforms in the future that may be populated with all kinds of other wrong-thinking bad folks and you're going to be exposed to them. And what can I say? Sorry, I guess somebody decided they wanted to screw with my, my shit. So it's just going to be it's just going to get worse overall for, for them. <laughs> I totally forgot where I was going with that. It'll come back to me in a second. What was I saying a second ago? Somebody remind me. You have 10 seconds. You have 10 seconds or I am leaving. Right, I got it now. Got it. Thank you. Uh, Andrew Simpson, thank you very much. 
People like to think that they don't exist. And there's a safety in that. There, there, there's, a, there's a weakness in that. There, have, you ever, have you ever been... Uh, probably not. But some people... So I'm gonna, I'll give you... I'll posit you a scenario before we... Get out of here. We used to have a thing uh, when I was doing some like unarmed combat training where you just beat the shit out of each other all day. It's not as fun as it sounds. It's horrible. Your arms hurt. Everything hurts. You're just it, It's the worst. You, you just get beat up 12 hours a day for a month. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. But there was one point where, um, for example, you, you, the big square a mat and there's every all, all of us are standing in a big square and one of the instructors is in the middle and he's like who who feels tough who, who thinks they got some juice who wants, who wants to fight me right now for real let's go who's got some shit and i was like fuck man i don't know if i'm fighting that guy he'll kill me you know what i mean and one of my buddies put his fucking hand up and walked out and goes i'll fight you right now and i was like "Ooh!" and in that moment he he changed history not national, not world history, his own history of his life and of all of ours because he could have not said anything. And that, that exchange, which was a great fight, by the way, he put up a hell of a fight. I was impressed. I was like, damn, fucking Kevin can bang. Holy shit, you know? I was surprised. He could have not done that and we would never know. that. But now we have that response, that reaction, and I have that memory and he has that memory. And all it took was I choose to step forward and participate. The, the gauntlet was thrown down and he answered the call and he went for it like a fucking champ, like a king, like a man. And I bet at least a little part of him that day realized that I used to think I didn't exist. But I do. And some people want to be, you know, they think if you can't be Muhammad Ali, why fight? If you can't be, you know, George Patton, why fight? If you can't be, you know, Darth Vader, why fight? If you can't, if you're not going to win the war, you're going to, th- then why bother? That's not how it works. You're thinking about it in the wrong context. And this is war. I do believe that. It's not a violent, physical war. God help us all if it descends into that. I pray that it does not. But it is a war. It is a spiritual war. It's a mind war. It's a war for the soul of, of, the, of, our, of all of us, of our civilization, to be, to be quite honest. A war nonetheless. And in any kind of war, the only way you win is from the maximum effort from everyone everyone involved. Everyone involved. And no, it's not. The, the people on the battlefield getting blown up and killed deserve the most support and the most respect. However, the people that are flipping the scrambled eggs that those guys eat to go, to, to go fight the battle with a full belly that day, they're participating too. It's not the same. They're not, they're not going to be set on fire and crushed by tanks and killed by artillery. And, of course not. But they're not safe either. And they are participating. They're doing something. You want to use a biblical example. It's the, the, the rains and the, the floods that washed away entire cities and so on. Again, just talking in languages that, that some people understand. Just trying to make a connection. There was not one giant wave that came out of nowhere. It is, it is, you know, countless amounts of raindrops that accumulate and, and fill the bowl and, and crush the city. 
and so on. That's you. That's us. That's all of us. We all have to get out and push and pull and do whatever we can our own little way, whatever we can contribute, whatever we can do um, to help those around us and, and, and do it for us and do it for them. It may not be, no one may ever know, like the people I mentioned earlier that are working tirelessly, very hard, risking a lot, some of them their personal safety, I fucking shit you not, their careers, their reputations, their their livelihoods for the greater good, knowing no one is ever going to know what they did, no one's ever going to know their names, no one's ever going to care, they're doing it because it needs to be done, because they're just another raindrop in the storm of, of fucking righteousness that needs to drown this fire of bullshit fucking yesterday and the more we have and the harder it rains the faster that fire goes out and they can hum and they can haw and they can say oh I'm just doing my job and I you know some of us are already some of us are already part of it some people want to be some people are you know considering it uh I just want you to to know that while you're sitting on the fence deciding which part of the equation of this scenario that you uh, would like to be, if any, the city is burning. Clock's ticking. It's not getting better. We could really use you. People need help. And you know who they need help from? They need they need help from the people that can help them. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to this right now. That's why you are where you are in your life. They need help, and they need help from the people that can help them, whether it's a little or it's a lot. Are you going to put your hand forward and step forward and get in the square and fucking throw hands? Or are you going to put your hands in your pockets and look at your feet and hope somebody doesn't pick you? Let's go! Satisfied. Vic Kotnick, thank you very much. Chris Jason, thank you very much. And uh, there was another one on Rumble. Was it Buzzy? Thank you very much, Buzzy. Appreciate it. We're going to go to Odyssey. Brand new AJP78 Quaffer. Anti Confederation, maybe? Drank Arcade? Phantom Askel, the voice of reason. Thank you guys very, very much over there. They're a paper tiger! It's only going to get worse for them. Reverend Chad, and thank you very much. Let's go again, he says. Man on the mountain, Cam is key. Anderson Paladin, Old Guard, Mr. Chow. Godzilla Unchained, Tina G. Robert O'Leary, Amber Button, Jacqueline, Scott Baker, Beardy, Mick, Beard Face, Angry Soldier 100, Jimmy Two Skidoos, hey, oh, Jimmy, Making Gains, Chief Dogma, Taco Full of Bees, Slip Sheet, 
Fisher of Men, Gun Goddess. Thank you very much, Miss McAvoy. NYC bid, Hellbilly Deluxe, Liquid Zoo. No grasses down. Pilot Mike. Sir Toast, Blams. Michael's Mama. Stray Cats, Burger Gorget. Chelsea, Full Draw Scots. Hey, I'll see you on Saturday, you son of a bitch. Hey, ho. CRJ, Syrinx, and a Pilot Mike, thank you guys very much. Thank you so much, and thank you for showing up and sticking by. I'll get the other YouTube. I'll upload it later, you fucking... You YouTube people are all the same. <laughs> I'll get on there, Raging Distant IV, number four. Find it if you can. The post is on the Telegram page, t.me slash Raging Distant II. Go there for links, updates, and all of the things... That you need, especially if you're one of my psychotic stalking haters. You need all those links. You need to see everything that I'm doing, everything I'm up to. You're gonna need to subscribe to it all. RagingDistant.com and the Telegram page. We're on Odyssey, on Rumble, and maybe a couple of more things coming up as I have a stroke with my face. (laughs) That's it. That's all. I will not be back on Friday. Unfortunately, I have some... Some business to attend to. I gotta say goodbye to an old friend, a brother, a man I love like my own family. And I appreciate your support and I appreciate the uh, the kind words, but please, honestly, genuinely, do not worry about me. These kinds of things only fuel and fire me up to go harder and stronger and faster and tighter than ever. Because he would do it for me. And that's how we do things around here. It's to the death, guys. To the death! Six Epitoranus, Plopatra, Hail to Agalon, Philip the One True God. I'll see you on Monday. And I'll see you guys at PEI on Saturday. Probably. Unless the boat sinks or catches fire or crashes, runs aground. Hey, let's face it, the PEI picked a ferry. Not having a great year. Love you guys. Cheers. I'll see you next time. Take care of each other. No, you're... Phil, don't put that hat on. Don't tell me this. You're not the captain of the ferry. You're not! No, you... Phil, stop this. I'm not get... I'm not getting on this boat. I don't care what kind of uniform you have. You're gonna drive us into it? You're hot. You're doing blow. I've never seen someone do blow off a steering wheel of a ship. I can't believe they still have these old steering wheels like this. I mean, a joystick or something. It's 2022. Why is there an old British warship steering wheel? It's the feel of it. Since when are you a Navy guy? 
Why is there an entire deck dedicated to hookers and drugs, Phil? This is not the Navy. This is a nightmare. Because I feel like if I touch anything, I'm going to get syphilis. Is that blood? How did it get up there? What went on? I Oh, whatever, man. Where's the, where's the bar? We're just going to get... Oh, Morgan's taking your side. Fine. Fine. You guys stay up here and have your psycho boat party. I'm going to get drunk. And when we get land in PEI, I better not... I better not be on, you know, drugs and have STIs and have ghosts following... Oh, my God. It's a curse. You're a curse. Conquer shit. Fucking, fucking conquer being a single dad to 400 different kids in 19 time zones, Phil. How about that? Conquer that. 